are squawking dead. And uh, welcome to another podcast. I'm your host, David Cameo, and jo- I'm joined by Rachel Burke, Cosmo Mom 9 on everything now. That's right. Whoop, whoop. Made that change. Yeah, made that change happen. Stuck. <laughs> all the bonds in this episode are tested. They're all strained. It's basically testing out these solid loyalty bonds that, like, that, like eventually, you know, will somehow break. This is like, we're talking about Eugene and Rosita, Alpha and Beta, Carol and Daryl, and then Sadiq <laughs> to reality. I had even jotted down Sadiq and Coco. This was some quality Sadiq and Coco time. Yeah, I would say so too. I mean, th- there's something about that kind of relationship when you're experiencing that. That like, I think he's trying to like, I think he's trying to fake it till he makes it. With Coco? Period. With life. And so oh. he's trying to like hang. I mean, on aren't we all to what he has? <laughs> but some people like you know some people overdo it. You know, like they, you know what I mean? Like they're like, if I just hold on to this or I just hold on to that, like I won't slip away. Mm. You know, as as a person, like you, like we were talking about personal stories before uh, for the bonus content that you missed <laughs> if you weren't a coffee <laughs> subscriber. We talked about a lot of things for like about oh, an, over boy. an hour. Um, so if you're, so if you're a coffee subscriber, you might want to stop your subscription, (laughs) but if you like that sort of thing, this is, I mean, we literally had a pod, a whole other podcast just an hour ago for the last hour. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. So if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, get your coffee subscriptions (laughs) at, uh, ko-fi.com slash squawking dead or hit the handy dandy button on squawkingdead.com. That will give you a pass, like a little link that you can use when we start recording. And at the very least, you'll get a link to the uh, to the full raw unedited video, which includes bonus content before and after the show, during the show, as we make edits. Like sometimes they're subtle, sometimes they're not. Like people coming into the room, be like, "Hey, what's going on in here?" Like, or I got I really gotta pee, man, and, and they start talking shit about each other. Yeah. See, you're missing out on all that. <laughs> you get all of that. Yeah, you get all of that. It's really, and then you get all. Well, you uh, on the other hand, you also get all the like the, like. Like this stuff that get, I'll eventually edit out. <laughs> no, I probably won't. Especially this episode, you don't want to miss some of the bonus content because we we really go into it. We really went into personal stories. Mm-hmm. On, so, like on that note, not like I had PTSD, but I had a hard time in high school. I came from a school, like a small school, going to a larger school where everybody knew each other. From the mid- the middle school, all the people from the middle school, that high school's middle school, would go into that mm-hmm. school. I knew nobody. I knew oh. two two people from my school in a class of two hundred, I think. Jeez. So yeah, so it was one of those things where like you know I held on to those friends as much as I could, but even those slipped away because they were in different classes. I would come home so like depressed and like you know so exhausted because you know every day is nerve wracking. And so like there's this <laughs> thing where like okay look, I don't call my mom every day. I don't call my mom every week. It's a whole thing. But like I'm, I'm now I'm pretty independent. Like I don't really talk to my family as much as I probably should. But like back then, it's like when you're in the shit, and this is probably goes to the conversation we had before the podcast. Like you kind of just cling on to everything, anything you got. Like so, I had my brother. My brother and I are ten years apart. And when I was in high school, uh, I was like fourteen. So he's four years old. And so I would hang out with him. And like you know, I would read him a story before bed, and then I'd fall asleep in his bed. And you know, so we'd, we'd fall asleep together. But like at the same, but at the same time, it's kind of sad because you're in high school and you should be hang- talking to girls and friends and stuff. I don't but- think that's sad at all. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a time; it was a hard time for me. So that's and so you that's so when I saw Sadiq hang out with Coco and just take trying to take care of Rosita, that's me going back to that moment where it's like I'm just trying mm-hmm. to hold on to anything I've got right now. I don't want to slip away. I'm just clinging yeah. on. But every single bond in this episode is just tested. It's just strained, and it's really tough to watch, to be honest. 
And I, I yeah. mean, I'm going to get pissed off in this episode a lot because there's some things that I saw that I didn't see in, until second watch. And I'm like, maybe this does go back to the conversation we had before the show. But it's like, I see this, this strain, this one person is putting on the relationship. And it's like, it's just, you are terrible. You're a horrible person. And I know why you're doing it, but you're burning, you're burning every good thing. It's like where Sadiq will hold on to anything to kind of keep him tethered. Like... Carol will burn every bridge just to get to what she wants, and that well, that includes what the loyalty test that she puts on Daryl, you know. And it's just kind of like, and I really, it really affected me. Like, and again, I'll go back to something I said last week. I said I wouldn't be so frustrated if it wasn't for the fact that I love her. Like, I yeah. love you. Why are you doing this? <laughs> Like, yeah. Why are you hurting my feelings? <laughs> I think I, I think I still have a little more faith in her. I'm, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm not mad at her. And maybe you'll get me right. to turn around. I see. Sometimes you do. You, you all. A lot of the times you do. You, you well, will somehow I, pull the yoke. <laughs> I have a lot more blind faith in Carol than I think any other character. So I, I don't always pay attention to what's going on on the surface. I feel like I feel like there's always something bubbling right underneath that she's it seems like she's doing something shady but I don't I don't think she is. I think it's going to work out that and I'm sure we'll we'll find out. I'm not sure. That's that's what's so crazy about the season. Like it could, like on the one hand you do have a comic book roadmap, right? Mm-hmm. There is something yeah. there and I find and maybe you'll agree with me. I find that it's like it's like an airplane that's strafing really close to the comic like it's if you imagine the show is like it's it's like a flying airplane and has mm-hmm. a course and has a path and has an altitude <laughs> and the comic book is closer to the ground mm-hmm. and the show can go up in the air and, and do its own thing but i find that it's been close to the ground it's been close faithful to the comic book in many in many areas even in areas where they have to switch it up and with a character or two or whatever yeah, yeah. It it it's, resembles the comic book. It does. Re- it does resemble. Right. I mean, there's a lot of things that they can't do the same because they've killed off certain characters, and so, you know, those that are still alive in the comics obviously can't fulfill those roles. But but they're doing. They are. Yeah, like you said. I mean, it's still very very close to the comics. Right. You know, the feel of the comics is still there. Is it time for 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 the beta yes. to become the alpha? Is that yes. the line you're referring yeah. to? That line, yes. That specific line. The thing that I really, really liked about that scene is that you, because of the way they've lined up the backstory, is that you get to see mm-hmm. his face react in real time to this. And I, we'll go there. Let's talk about it now. Like, he sure. is panicking because his existence, he is nothing without her. He is mm-hmm. full-on panic. He's like, what, what am I without you? Wait, I can't do this on my own. You gave me my structure. You know, right, right. I was like, Negan is clearly a threat to that. Yeah, it's it's weird when you actually feel something for Beta. It's isn't it weird? Like, because he is no. I've always felt something for Beta. (laughs) That's that little part of it. It's like, oh, he doesn't know any better. You know, that's all he has. I'm not a good person to ask. (laughs) But yeah, you're absolutely right. He's very codependent. Yeah, I've I've always I've always had feelings for Beta. (laughs) (laughs) I only have eyes. For a murder. <laughs> 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 but no, he's yeah. <laughs> With his teeth. <laughs> I know. And it really does it pushes him out too. Look at my gold teeth. <laughs> <laughs> gnarly. That's the definition of gnarly. <laughs> they are kind of gnarly. That's what I was trying to say. They don't, like, they don't fit right. Yeah, they don't fit right. I think even yeah. like the white teeth. Like, as I feel like not all of it is. And again, we're going back to this, but like, I just don't feel like all of them are even real. Like, even the real ones aren't real. They just look so well, gnarly. <laughs> it seems like every Rider time we see his teeth, teeth, there's more. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, it seems like every time we see his teeth in an episode, there's more and more gold caps. <laughs> like, it seemed like there were, like, four gold caps, one one normal tooth, and then another gold one next to that. Like, I'm like, we're just, he's just going to have a gold grill by the end of the, uh, the season. <laughs> right, a whole grill. Oh, gosh. Can you imagine? It'd be like a Johnny Fives <laughs> Alive edit or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, do it, do it, <laughs> do it, Made it with the gold grill. <laughs> do it. <laughs> and Alpha like in the, in the rap pose like this, like. <laughs> yes, and she's got a chain on. Right, she's she's showing <laughs> the like chain a, with a with a decapitated head and diamonds. <laughs> right, exactly. With a diamond, like two <laughs> yes. big diamond eyes. <laughs> diamond stud, yeah, diamond. On oh, the diamond grill too, like in the skull. A, yeah. Yes. Diamond. Wait, oh, diamond I'm doing it tea. now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do it now. Okay. This is All too right. good not to, not to make happen. Write it down. Write it down. <laughs> I know. I'll forget. I love watching Ryan Hurst play this out because I'm not, I'm actually not 100 percent sure what's going on in his mind when he's testing Negan. Right. I'm really well, not. I mean, I think I do, but I, right. yeah, I don't know. I think, I think he, he sees him as a threat. I mean, but, but, he's, but here's but he the sees thing: they don't know who he is. <laughs> He sees everybody as a threat. Well, and and not not to mention, we as the viewers, we know what he's done and what he's capable of. Beta doesn't know that. He all what he sees Negan's is this loud mouth. Air. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. We know what Negan is capable of, but Beta doesn't. Like he doesn't really know that he is a threat. I mean, right. he is, but Beta doesn't know that yet. All he sees is this, you know, loud mouth, pompous, arrogant asshat, basically. Yeah. Um. So he doesn't really know that he's a threat un until he tries to get him killed. And Negan's like, ha, 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 bitches, guess who's back? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that, that line is the... That was so awesome. <laughs> get out the measuring tape from my... Oh, Where's my, my skin suit? <laughs> and break out the, right? the longest measuring tape from my big ass... On account my, of my, my big ginormous balls. balls. <laughs> I knew this episode was going to be so good. Oh, it was mm. everything I wanted. Delicious, delicious. Slipping her a little life. Omega on the side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's so delicious. I need more. I need more More of those, too. Just I excellently do. timed. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, how many more How many yeah. more of these scenes are we going to have with them together? Because it's looking tense right now. <gasps> I know. I need more. Yeah, but no, I, I kind of, I still want to like focus on Beta because like at first, I'm, I'm trying to think. Oh, is he sizing him up, or is he just doing the standard test? And he's, and by all measures, like it really did give me like more insight into Beta, like how Beta operates. Because on the one hand, there's like two, there's only two hands. So, on the one hand. <laughs> Um, Beta believes what's on the ground. Like, you know, he, he's like, reputation means nothing. Can you do the work? Right? I'm mm -hmm. going to put, I'm going to put some stumbling blocks in your way. I'm going to give you, and, and I, I only noticed this like as throughout today, I was like, oh, he handed, he handed Negan a, uh, like a, like a knife you would use to cut fruit or maybe stab someone in the yeah, street. Oh, yeah. Not a hunting The tiny knife. little switchblade. Yeah, exactly. No. So like Negan is forced to shiv blade. this pig. <laughs> he like shiving it prison style. <laughs> prison style. <laughs> <Like> literally. <laughs> I literally wrote that down <laughs> oh, oh it was God. hilarious it's pig, i laughed it's so literally hard. a pig sticker <laughs> yep yeah, yeah. So, worked for the pig though right and so like i'm thinking okay i see what he's doing he's trying to make it hard right but like mm -hmm. i'm, I'm yeah. assuming that if he comes out of it then like okay i'm wrong like beta i'm wrong i'll, I'll whatever i'll my hand to god probably maybe i don't mm. know but on the other hand there's this whole other side of him is like a, that's like 
again, he believes what he sees and he'll do anything for Alpha. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's these, it, it's these two warring things, though. It'll become these two warring things because Beta believes what's on the ground. Beta believes in the cause. But he also sees the, the, the writing on the wall in some ways, which is why that scene is so prescient, like where, where he's getting challenged by Alpha. It's so prescient mm-hmm. because on the one hand, who am I without Alpha? She's the linchpin to my entire beliefs, my personal beta entire belief system. Mm-hmm. So without her, who am I? And, mm-hmm. and can he exist independently of, of Alpha? That's huge. He can. He can join our group. Well, you believe in him. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I don't believe I do. it. I don't believe it. And that's I kind do. of, that's what makes him so interesting to me because I'm, like, I'm incredibly biased though. He could just like flat out, like kill, kill Ezekiel. And I'd still be like, let's give him a chance guys. <laughs> guys, guys, he, he can come back from this. Guys, Just, just listen. <laughs> I yeah. mean, he's like, he's like a Martha. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. I, I just put a different no, spin there on, was on no beta, hope. didn't I? <laughs> No hope for Martha. I mean, hope for Beta. I don't see, because I do see, like, yeah, even though I see Beta is a little bit pitiable, like, at the same time, there's that whole other other side of him, like, where he has, there is no, he doesn't have a self. His his Mm -hmm. self is just bonded. Alpha. (laughs) Yeah. Alpha. I mean, for better or for worse, mm-hmm. Alpha, the religion of Alpha and the Whispers, sure. But, you know, without Alpha, there is no Whispers religion. There is no Alpha. Right. So it's like a catch-22. I do 22. really, yeah, I do really hope that they follow the comics. Just, just so far as how Alpha dies before Beta does. And so we do, in the comics, we, we do see Beta having to step up and kind of figure out who he is on his own for a minute. And with all this, you know, extra room to to roam on the show, they could really expand on that. Yeah, like they could, we could really see this character grow after Alpha's death. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't make. Well, yeah, I have so many thoughts about that that I don't even know if I could fit it all in. <laughs> because I mean, I, I I agree, but I also disagree. Like in some ways, like okay, we get rid of Alpha, Beta has to step up, but are we not repeating the theme of uh, kind of like? kind of in the way that Simon tried to step up and eliminate people and he got taken out and then Negan had to kind of just take his place in a way like Simon and this is only on the show but Simon's like you know decided oh genocide time again uh for Hilltop mm-hmm. and then Negan felt like he had to do it because like oh look he forced me into that position so I'm gonna just follow mm-hmm. through you know in kind so yeah oh, it looks so, like he doesn't have control of his people if he didn't exactly exactly like like when right. did it get to be this like Carl said like when did this get away from you in a way like when did this mm-hmm. start to become one thing about saving people and then turn into something completely different so mm-hmm. anyway going back to that though to beta and alpha it's kind of like would we, would we be re- repeating a theme here alpha is the brains and the brawn in my opinion but like beta is also pure brawn to me he has no motivation mm-hmm. the only motivation is what she wants and and she relies on him to be that it's kind of okay this is weird i didn't even think of this until just yeah. now Remember how we said that um, Carol is a, like a bazooka in a knife fight? That's Beta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The well, only well, thing is yeah. that, yeah, I mean, they, they literally are the same thing. The only Overkill. difference, yeah, the only difference is that Carol has uh, an ego. And so she can get hurt. And when she gets hurt, um, that weapon can, has, can, that motivation can change. Her whole thing is about protecting the community at all costs, but she needs to check. But now mm-hmm. when it becomes to herself, she's almost uncheckable. And so Beta is not yeah. like that. But what if you remove Alpha? And then maybe yeah. then he'll have feelings and that's going to be a problem. 
So mm-hmm. I wonder, yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. Oh, this is interesting. Because I'm trying to work it out. Like, <laughs> what do I prefer? Because if you do take Alpha out, so you have that check removed, now he has emotions again, and they're pretty f- crazy. Now you have Carol. You know, she's full of emotion, and she's uncheckable. She's literally, I'm looking at the sneak peeks, I'm like, nobody can stop this bitch. Like, <laughs> she's going to try to get whatever, whatever Carol wants, Carol gets. And doesn't matter who <laughs> gets hurt. And so I'm looking at Beta now, I'm like, oh, this can get really, really bad, right? Yeah. This can get really, really bad. Because Alpha is does rule with some emotion, let's say, or just reacts. But she's not dumb. She is smart. She'll navigate. She'll be like, how right. can I affect the... the the outcome in the way that I want it to, to go. She she mm-hmm. has thought to her actions. But Be- I'm not sure with Beta. And I if you look at a parallel with, with Carol, it's like Carol is just, she's just trying to make a beeline in whatever way is going to get the best result. But it's a beeline and there's blinders on at the same time. She doesn't care about like the the wake <laughs> behind her. No, that's that's the thing. And Alpha does. Alpha does care. That's why she's doing what she's doing. She's protecting the integrity of the Whisperers. Like she's trying to produce the best outcome for them to be able to take over. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas Carol's just like, oh fuck Is- the shit, bitch, gotta die. <laughs> right. Anyway, is yeah, that sorry. the plan? Do you think that's their plan for the Whisperers to like? kill everybody in Alexandria and then move in there? No, no. By best outcome, I mean I think she's trying to get them to submit to their way. She's trying to recruit. So she would I was going to say so she would she would rather have all these people join the whispers. Yeah. Or do you think she just wants to kill everyone? I think she just wants to kill everybody. Oh no, I I think she's trying to get them to submit. First of all, she's trying to like like let the weak die off a little bit. Yeah. Just to kind of basically show them what they're made of. And then with with by paring down the numbers just enough, taking out just enough fighters, taking enough just enough thought leaders, like people that, I mean, she's trying to move thought out of the way. I mean, look at how paranoid people are acting. Mm-hmm. You know, silence the whisper, silence. Okay, fine, maybe I just want to survive. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'll put a little skin mask on. Maybe <laughs> you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> right. I mean, I can see that. I mean, people, people, she's trying to make it so that people will embrace the self-interest that they, that's in, built into them. And it, yeah, it's working. Maybe. It's working. Yeah. That could so. be. I, I could see that, but I, I just think she wants to kill everyone. I think she, I think she thinks if she kills them all, Lydia will have no place to live and she'll have to come back home. It's always an option. <laughs> but no, I, I really do think she wants more people though. I do. Like, that's the ideal. I think she's smart. I think ideally she wants new recruits. And she's going to have how would beta- she? How would she justify that to the already existing whispers? Or I guess she wouldn't even really need to. It'd be a demonstration. And they're included in the victory. They're, ma- they're helping make it happen. It's this whole weird, sick... If the cult works and it produces results, they'll be no. more committed. So... You know, it may not work for the new recruits, but like the people that are there yeah. will make sure that that shit sticks. And if they all I mean, die in the recruitment process, no skin off their skins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, I don't I don't think it's all about killing people. I mean, it could be. It might end up that way. <laughs> I think Alpha feels like these people, our people, have made a fool of her and mm. she just wants to kill everybody and wipe them wipe them out. How dare you make me look foolish? I'm going to kill you all now. I think she has more but, more, more to prove plan. to herself. Or just though. an I- 
prove do you think she has to prove anything to herself? I think well, she's pretty 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 confident. <laughs> I think she sees the writing on the wall. Even last season, you saw people have ideas. Beta's like saying our people are whispering, you know, and then she, yeah. remember, remember yeah. the cravat and the head the taking off the head and Yeah. And then the guy that spoke up, you gotta nick him in the right places. Mm-hmm. And then so there's all that going on. And then Beta killed another one this episode. Exactly. For for doing what? For sharing something. For sharing food with Negan. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also just sharing food in general. Like you don't, you know, like, first of all, I, I said he wouldn't eat and you're going to share that. Right. You out of your mind. Right. You know, what What we say goes, the, our cult goes, you know, so. I, See, but that's not even an animalistic trait. I mean, no. if you're, if, if, <laughs> I mean, animals would share with, with their pack, you know, they would. Or they what, can. But they listen to the alpha. Well, yeah. And if the right, alpha says, but, eat that dog, you eat that dog. Well, of course. Or wolf, of whatever. Course, but, right. But the alpha is also, also going to look out for her pack. You don't have a pack if they're not all eating and all strong and yeah. all at 100%. So Which is the wild. alpha is going to make sure her entire pack eats. Right. Right. And so, but also there's also, there's like also behavioral mechanisms, right? So like you're, you're gonna like reinforce your power structure, right? Just on mm-hmm. the basis of alpha theory, whatever, all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, not to kind of veer off into like political realms, but like, like one of the big things that I, I hear about today is like people embracing communism or socialism or anything like that. And they're trying to bring it about in, in like a more or less capitalist, uh, uh, meritocracy kind of existence that we have right now. Right. Which is fucking really good. Actually, not so bad. It's the, the best way to get out of poverty is to embrace capitalism or the, the, the best chance you have when I hear about people who want to embrace this weird pseudo socialism, pseudo communism, like, well, just think about what happened in the past. Cause the only real enforcement mechanism to communism is an authoritarian figure. Like is a person who, who will by force that you endow with a lot of power. And as we know, power corrupts absolutely. And it has done every single time you enforce communism, then you find that there'll be inequality. Like some people will be targeted more than most because you're trying to make an example out of them, you know, so that we can mm. flatten out all hierarchies and remove all incentives and everybody's the same because everybody's going to end up being poor. So there mm-hmm. you go. So <laughs> my my point is that like, when you do that, there's an enforcement mechanism. So what is the enforcement mechanism? Ah, so every now and again, I have to kind of make an example. You know, mm-hmm. like if, if one little cog gets, gets out of line, we have to flatten it down <laughs> and just make it equal. Which, you know, I, on paper, oh, it's great, you know, because we ideally, right. as we were talking about narcissism before the show, it's like, ideally, oh, I see, I'm a good person until somebody <laughs> deems that you're not a good person. Right. So, and it's not up to you. <laughs> it's right. defi- definitely not up to you anymore. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just think about that all the time yeah. because it's kind of like, it's always going to end up being a test. And so, when it, when I think about, like, recruits and, like, like what the Whisperer's end game is, it's like, ideally, it's, it's, it's whatever it is, it's going to reinforce. So, if they win, let's say, the pack becomes way stronger because, oh, hey, the system works. I'm going to stay in line. I'm going to do whatever Alpha says. And then I think mm-hmm. we're going to see some of that in the next episode, like how... You know, we've had all these victories. This guy that they captured, you know, at the end of the episode, you're going to mm-hmm. see what he says and you're going to see little flashes. Like even in the trail, the trailer for next week, you see like this flash of like Alpha's love, <laughs> Alpha looking adoringly at her people, like with her face. It's just crazy, you know, and it works because they're safe yeah. and they're fed, you know, relatively. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Rosita missing missing her nanny Eugene bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're we gonna fight about this now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, come on. She can't break the guy's heart and then expect him to like stick around and take care of her baby. Right. Well, I don't think it's as simple as that, though. I don't think it's about like I. Well, I think she generally think, does miss him because she does really fight for him well, at the end of that other episode. Mm-hmm. Like you know, she's like, I thought we were friends. You know, I thought no, we were I, really I, close. I agree. I think she does genuinely miss him. But I, I know how you feel, though. How it's did that, she? Yeah. How did she unavoidable think thing. this was going to happen? Right. This uh, you break a guy's heart. Of course, he he's going to need to get away from you. Well, he's the one. He's the one who had to do it because he want. I think he. See, that's the thing. He does it because he wants to kind of like save their friendship. You know, he steps. Yeah away because like i need to kind of look at this i need to say this out loud and i need to kind of step back and re-enter this thing where i don't have feelings for you in that way yeah right? it's, he's taking it yes. upon himself you know what i mean yes and, so, and it makes total sense yeah step yeah. away reassess the the relationship put her back in your mind as as a friend and yeah i think where you if and he can me, move forward from there that, yeah that'd and be i good. think i think where you and me are on the same page is like there's a part of us in the back of our head because we've all seen this before is that's like <laughs> you know what he's going through girl but then again she's sick so it's like i'm, I'm cutting her slack because, right. You know, it's like rhythms, you know, like sometimes in the apocalypse, you don't have television, you don't have shit to do. <laughs> so like, mm-hmm. you, you dwell on things and, and sometimes you don't appreciate the fact that, okay, they need this space. I'll wait for them to talk to me, you know, that sort of thing. Right. Like that's your life. Your life is just relationships and talking and, <laughs> and this is all you've got. You don't have TV. <laughs> so yeah. you, don't, you don't have music, <laughs> you, you psychopaths. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, bonus get content. bonus content. <laughs> <laughs> but you're sick and you're in bed and like and you're thinking to yourself, I miss Eugene, you know, like and so you're not thinking, you're like uh, calling Hilltop. I don't know, I'm sick, I'm feeling like shit, and you're usually there for me. And so, mm-hmm. you know, but like at the same time, it's like, girl, come on, girl, you gotta. Ooh, this is not good for him, man. You gotta step back. No. <laughs> I know. Like, like as mad on. as you want to be, but people are human. I don't know. Yeah, no, know, you know. No, I no, I still, I still love Rosita. I, I totally get it, and I, and I do think she did the right thing, and I also think Eugene did the right thing. He yeah. does need some, some time away. You know, if they're gonna be friends after this, he, he needs to, yeah, he needs to back away for, for a little while, refocus. Um, you know, redirect his thoughts and then try to just sort of show up and be friends. And, and you see, you and see, see it happen in real time, right? Like you see that his, him going through the motions again of like, oh, excited to hear from her and, yeah, you know, and trying to mess around with her, like, like, you know, like mess around, you know, like jokingly. Right. His, his little Eugene thing that he does. Yeah. Yeah. Like falling and into then, that pattern. And then later, you know, when he's trying to reach her again and, and, you know, he's, and he's so sad, mm-hmm. like, you know, that's hard breaking too because you could feel him you could literally feel him kind of fall yeah. into it again and we mm-hmm. all i think that's what that's what i like about that scene like as uncomfortable as it is to watch and there are probably tons and tons of people that are like fucking eugene man what are you doing but we all do this shit we do this shit and that's why i mm-hmm. love that i can appreciate that scene so much because we do this shit we have the friend that does this shit even if we didn't do this shit and we judge yeah. them harshly but we probably shouldn't have <laughs> Yeah. You know, very I, human thing to do. The most human thing yeah. to do. It's why I always tell people, you're a Eugene in, in Daryl Cosplay. <laughs> you joke. <laughs> like, we're all be, Eugene. Best case scenario, we're a G- Eugene. Best. Case. I saw somebody say the, the coolest thing. Be like, 
You know what? This is an appreciation post because Eugene, we need smart people like Eugene, and you yeah. know, and 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 we do need like flawed people like Eugene in the apocalypse because they make things interesting. Like yeah. they're smart and they're capable. You know, they may <laughs> not be like adept. They not may not be the best trackers, but like you need smart people, like resourceful people. You know. Yeah. And, and I agree. <laughs> it's crazy. See, I wouldn't be Eugene in the apocalypse. I'd be Olivia. <laughs> Wait, which one's Olivia again? Sorry, sorry, sorry. She died. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anne, uh, Anne Mahoney's character. Yes. Yeah, yeah I I'd can be see Olivia. That. That's the weirdest thing. I can see that. <laughs> see, I would I would want to be Carol. I'd be like, yeah, I'm Carol. I'd be Carol in the apocalypse. But no, I'd really be Olivia. Right. <laughs> uh, what was her name? Uh, what was it Alexander Breckenridge's character? Jesse. Jesse Anderson. See, I see you yeah. more as her. Jesse? Yeah. Why? Because she cuts hair? <laughs> wow, I forgot about that, actually. <laughs> but, like, she always <laughs> she seemed to be, like... She was also a cosmetologist. Yeah, she always seemed, like, on the edge of getting it. Like, on the edge of getting what this world is, right? Like, yeah. And she's like, okay, you know, Rick, you're right. We gotta be, gotta be tougher. We gotta... You know, she yeah. didn't quite make it. You know, whatever. Yeah, I, I could agree with that up until the end. I mean, right. she, you, you she got a little crazy... She got a little crazy there at the end, so yeah. You would hope that you you wouldn't be that way, but you would be that way. <laughs> I so would be that way, and my son would totally be Sam. <laughs> See, I respect you so yeah. much more for saying that. <laughs> Some people would be like, "No," goes back to narcissism. <laughs> Bonus right? content. You missed nope. out on that. <laughs> That's right. No, yeah, we'd be walking through walkers, and and my kid would be like, "Mom, I'm scared," and I'd be like, "Shut Mom? up." <laughs> Yeah, that'd be my kid. Mom. Oh, that yeah. haunts my dreams, man. Like, oh I mean, gosh. as mad as you were, that is, that was, because that, that start was the end of the episode. <laughs> right. Episode. And there was, there was no exit music. And it was like, just him. And you're like, oh my <gasps> God, shut the fuck up. Oh right? my God, what's going to happen shut next? Up, shut up. Shut that kid up. Man. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was freaking out at the end of that one for sure. Yeah, let's just go off what we were saying before though. He's upset with Rosita, yep. like with with being stood up by a date, <laughs> and like, and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna swipe left and right on this Tinder app," and like, <laughs> <laughs> right? And he's just looking out there. He's swiping left, 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 like, cause like, eh, not good enough, not good enough, not good enough. Like at some point, he's just like just doing this thing. Like he just keeps swiping left. <laughs> And like eventually he sneezes and swipes right and like somebody actually responds and, and that look on his face is like, oh shit, I didn't expect to hear from somebody. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. I think he was just trying to cool down. Just it worked. Like, you know? But like, I don't think he expected it to. And I think that look on his face is that I wanted to point that out because it just looked like yeah. I'm so upset. I'm like so alone and I don't expect to hear from somebody, but let's just do this exercise and like... Is anybody out there? Is anybody out there? You know, like, I'm talking to myself. I need this exercise. And I, I fully expecting him to masturbate and go to sleep alone again. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Oh, my it. gosh. <laughs> That's what people do in the apocalypse, people. They don't have sex anymore. They just, yep, masturbate and go to bed. Yeah. You're welcome. Jeez. I just ruined the zombie apocalypse for you. <laughs> Done. Yep. <laughs> just really boring and depressing most of the time. Uh, you're catching the highlights. <laughs> That's what the show's about. 
when they when yeah. they cut to the next scene, it's masturbate time. Oh my god! <laughs> Which we'll call Miller time. Anyway, so done. Miller time. With the frosty. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, so going back to that, but like I really didn't think that he was expecting to 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 hear anybody, and so watching his face, like oh shit, now what do yeah. I do? That I love that little moment right there. Like oh now what do mm-hmm. I do? I just stepped in something I didn't expect to step into. <laughs> When he he even says he even says in his own little Eugene way, like I didn't expect to hear from anybody. Otherwise, I would have prepared a speech for you, or right. you know. But he says it in his own little cute little Eugene like way, talking himself and into I love talking. That, yeah, <laughs> and I right, and I love that she gets it right away too. She's not confused by the way he talks to her in his in right. his Eugene dialogue. He, you know, spells out in way too many words, you know, that he wished he would have prepared something, basically. And she's like, oh, yeah, I don't really know what to say either. Like, just click. Totally understands him. Right. Do you think this is the same person that was on the radio uh, at the end of season nine? Um, right. That's a good question. Because we, we almost who, we, we who was on the other that. end. We don't know. I, I didn't forget about it, but I was trying to remember that scene. Was there was there there wasn't anybody sitting with the radio, right? No, 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 no. When that happened, nope. And that radio was at Alexandria, correct? I want to say that's right. It's possible that it was the same person, right? Now, assuming that it was, let's say this person's been trying to reach mm-hmm. him for a long time, a or reach somebody for a <laughs> somebody, long time, right? So what does that tell you about that person, though? Like that person may that not they be happy. They have hope. Tells me that they have hope that there's people still out there. Yeah. That they're still trying to reach people. Well, and it sounds, but what we kind of learn about her is that she is part of a tribe of some kind, of some group mm-hmm. or some set of survivors. Let's just pretend we don't know anything. She's a part mm-hmm. of a group that, you know, you live out there for like 10 years, eventually you figure some things out, right? Like you're like, okay, now this, by the way, this made me think a lot, a lot, a lot about Alicia Clark on the boat second season oh okay did you not i got those vibes because because and then but you know i didn't but you're talking about i do yeah year one of the apocalypse versus year 10 like okay Mm -hmm. they're both acknowledging maturely like okay let's not you know let's establish these protocols that we learned a long time ago we fucked up at some point and then some people killed us and some we killed some people (laughs) right so like they're trying to they're trying to like this is like the UN in pro- process right there like in my yeah. opinion they're trying to figure out how to treat each other in the zombie apocalypse because the right. the new rules dictate we got to take care of, well there are no rules but we know that there are some unwritten <laughs> rules I just find it fascinating they're like it's like a it's like a ballet they literally have to be very absolutely careful. how do they get necessary information out of each other carefully without revealing too much about themselves at the same time yeah the art of diplomacy talk about what happened mm-hmm. before. <laughs> Right, right. Get to know who, you know, the person that they were before. But still, I mean, that's still a risk because they could completely be making it up until Eugene starts pointing out real things that she knows that can be verified. So now she she, she has knows no reason to verify story is true, right? And, and they're verifying yeah. um, objective facts about the world that they can both recognize right. are true. There's no internet to true. corroborate. She yep. can't go. She can't Google those, these facts. No. No, 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 no. This is it. They talk about a specific place that they both had been that existed in the real world and it can't be made up. He couldn't yeah. have been making it up. Yeah. And she's like, fuck off. He's like, no, nah, it was yeah. true as Coventry blue. <laughs> I love yeah. that guy. <laughs> but, uh, His lines. He's got great lines. Yeah. He's just so well crafted as a character because he's, <laughs> it just comes off the dome like that. It's, it comes out oh, of the yeah. oven. So baked, so well baked. <laughs> 
but you made me think about that for a little while because I'm I'm like, is he angling for that just to kind of get her to trust her? But no, this is all natural, it feels like. It just feels like whatever is going on in that arena of them trying to just talk about the past, it's working. Like, it's just mm-hmm. naturally working. They're not even thinking about the rules as much as they should. But because maybe they feel like they're in the parameters of... If we talk about prior, we're not going to get into messy situations about the present, like where, you know, we need right. to kind of be on our guard. And right. so, but when they stumble onto this fact, I think they unintentionally kind of stumble into an arena where like, not that they have to establish protocols, but they establish like mutual um, objectives or mutual respect or mutual trust. Like it's, okay. whether they like it or not, they are starting to trust each other for real. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Because so, the the what was it the the inside scoop ice cream <laughs> shop, that was the that was the place that they had both been. That is a real place in the world that they both had been to. Right. Is it a real place in the world in Strasbourg? I don't know. Yeah, it is fun. in this universe. <laughs> I wonder though. Now, <laughs> now I want I want ice cream. I want it now. Um, I know, right? What, what, but more but more importantly, cake or waffle cone. <laughs> This thing, what is, okay, this is maybe, I, as much as I love ice cream, and I'm a purist, by the way, I, neither, Ew. that's me. I'm like, I'm about, I'm about the ice cream. Give me a cup. Give it to me in my hands. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll handle yeah. the rest. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know what a cake cone is. I, unless, maybe just, it's. Just your regular, just a regular cone, like, that you get in a box that okay. fit inside each other. Like from McDonald's, the little okay. cone that you would get from That's McDonald's. A cake cone? Okay. That's a cake cone. I always thought yeah. it was a waffle. Okay, the waffle cone is the the more the spirally triangly one, right? Right. That looks like a waffle. <laughs> oh, okay. So like those, uh, I like. I prefer the waffle cones, but I would really I, more often than not, I take my ice cream in a cup. Yeah, because fuck that shit. Because it just melts gets in the way. And yeah, I'm, yeah. And it's it's and it's all those carbs that you don't really need in your life. <laughs> oh no! If I see a chocolate dipped waffle cone, game over. <laughs> And remember when you were a kid and like the ones with the chocolate dipped ones, but then they had the peanuts on the side, but that I always hated those because it was like, okay, that shit just yeah. gets in the way. But like now as an adult, I'm like, oh, bring it on. <laughs> like Peanuts? I don't well, like peanuts. What is it about? I love peanuts. I'm like addicted now. Oh, but you don't like peanut butter, no. peanuts. You don't like any of that no. stuff. I don't like anything. I love it. No. <laughs> I, I used to say, I used to say as a kid, I hated, I got alert. I was allergic to chunky peanut butter. Just chunky peanut butter. <laughs> That's funny. (laughs) I had all these fucking dumb rules. (laughs) Like, like, I like tomato sauce, but I don't like tomatoes. Mm, Don't don't like them. (laughs) But like now, I love them. I I have definitely i've I've occasionally lied to a fast food restaurant and said I was allergic to tomatoes so that they would make sure and not put them on my sandwich. (laughs) Meanwhile, like you take your mozzarella sticks with tomato sauce, right, or something. No ranch. Ooh, oh, that's that midwestern flair though too. I, I appreciate it now too. Is it? Yeah. I put ranch on everything. Like pizza too, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I absolutely. See I see you. Steak, French fries, <laughs> oh, curly man. fries, potatoes, anything. Seriously, well, I'm a except for too. breakfast food. Ranch, ranch doesn't go on breakfast food. Right, maple syrup does. <laughs> on everything. <laughs> on waffles. On eggs, I'm not, waffles, I like cheese. waffles, not pancakes. <laughs> I like pancakes. I'm weird. I like pancakes. No, no, no. Most people, I think, too... I, they like waffles. I, I, just, I know. Pancakes are good if I eat them really fast, but if the syrup soaks in and then they get and then it gets soggy and then it's just like this it, mush in your it's, ugh. It's not a it's good a pancake texture thing. thing. You, no. you can make if you make a, your pancakes are good enough, they'll hold up for the most part. Oh, yeah. See, well, maybe thing. I'm just bad at making pancakes then. You are. Oh, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> I probably am. I don't. I don't do it often. Yeah, I just like that. I, I like that little parallel about like to to Alicia, like how to do it the completely wrong way and how to do it the right way. Yeah, you know, like like yeah, yeah. You, you remember exactly. how Alicia's thing turned out? <laughs> that was <laughs> yeah, horrifying. Yeah. He came and tried to kill everybody. Yeah, that was so but, you know, real. They've that learned. Was, they've oof. learned from from Alicia's mistakes. Right. Ideally. <laughs> Absolutely. So IMDb confirmed. Oh, the what, casting. What I already thought. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, so do you have her name? We could just announce it. Margot Bingham. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, Margot Bingham is playing Stephanie, Stephanie the voice yeah. over the radio. Yeah. Stephanie. Any yeah. comic book readers out there know exactly who Stephanie is. Exactly. Um, exactly who Stephanie is. And I was there for the live and, tweet, by the way. Oh yeah. And she was like, "Who's that?" <laughs> Who's that boy? Because like pretending to be somebody who just watches the show, and ah, uh, she fucking outed herself, and she did not know what to do. She like she's like thinking uh-oh. she's so slick, and meanwhile she's like she's like putting poop emojis and being like shrug and like and like panic emoji. Like she like literally she like I'm looking at like all her replies and being like I don't know what to do here. <laughs> like am I am I Who, fla- what? am I flaunting an NDA I don't or something? Yeah, I don't. I don't tweet. What was the tweet? Like AMC announced her, or no, what, fans, I don't. I don't know what the fans tweet was. were like. Oh, that's you, isn't it? Oh, so people who are familiar with her recognized her voice. Basically, basically, or they found out okay. somehow, well, and now they're like outing her ass, and like, and she's like, I don't know, am I stepping over a line here? Like, literally, I'm watching oh, her no. replies. And like she's rolling. She's with gonna it. get fired from the show before she even gets on screen. <laughs> Which could happen. I don't know. They could recast her. And, and just... she's she's only credited for for this episode. Uh, right. Okay. On, I, on the website. So well, I don't know. I did jot down. Like I've never seen the other things that she's been in. She's been in quite a few, but like most notably, um, New Amsterdam, Queen oh. Sugar, Barbershop, The Next Cut, New Amsterdam with. Um... Uh, 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 the, the new show. Waldo? Oh, the Maybe. new one. I don't, I don't watch it. The okay. new, yeah. The okay. new doctor show that's on right now. Okay. There was, cause there was two new Amsterdams. There was one with, uh, oh. Jamie Lannister, Nikolai Costawaldo, the uh. guy that, yeah, whatever. You don't watch Game of Thrones, but th- that was like <laughs> way back. That was way back. Oh, but okay. It, it mirrors the show. No, this one's a newer one. It mirrors the reboot. Do you ever hear of the show called Forever? It, it's, yes. It had, had the same premise. It's like the guy who can who dies and wakes up, swims Comes up to the back. shore from, yeah. yeah. So he, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Yes. So new, new Amsterdam was the original new Amsterdam was that, and they just rebooted it. Oh, okay. With a different actor. Anyway. So okay. Good All fact. Right. No, this one is the hospital. This one is the hospital one. Mm, okay. About a, a doc. A, I don't, I don't watch it. So I, I'm neither. not sure, but I've seen the, I've seen the commercials. I know. I know it's about a hospital. <laughs> mm. She's on that one and okay. queen sugar and barbershop, the next cut. So she's, I mean, she's done a lot of notable stuff, just not anything I, that I've seen, but I'm excited. I'm glad be... I was finally right about something. People are really excited about her being on the show. Do you remember season eight? Now, it's one of the first few episodes in the season when things are starting to pick up again. Like, okay, they're going to start to get there. They have a plan now. They, they know what they're mm-hmm. going to do to defeat the saviors. We have a coordinated plan with the, with the Polaroids and everything. But the, there's this one episode that opens up with Ezekiel at the kingdom. And we're kind of getting a little bit more of a look into what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it starts with the king waking up, washing his face. You know, it, and it's like in this theater. Like, so it's reminiscent of like a little bit of his past life somewhat. And mm-hmm. and I noticed that like Carol's doing kind of the same thing, and it's like, oh, they were together. There's a little bit of a tether there. There's like, 
And yeah. a lot of the a lot of what happens in the beginning of that of that episode is like they have a plan. They're waking up. This is the battle. This is what they're going to do. And it looks like things are, are are looking up. And and when I look at this episode and how it turns out, it's almost the same way. Except you know, obviously that episode with Zeke, <laughs> he's he's his his people are protecting that him was, and, and they get shot down. Yeah, that was terrible. That was that episode. Yeah, yeah. that was eight eight oh four. I think specifically. Yeah, yeah. there's the episode yeah. before some guy, right? I think or something like that. Because some no, guy I think was it was after. some guy. Well, uh, no, because then oh no, you're she right. Dies in the next some, episode. You're right. You're right. Some guy's the next one because that that episode ends with him in the field with everybody on top of him and then the next episode starts with him doing the shredder through the bodies <laughs> right right he's reborn through the bodies of other i wrote yeah. a whole thing about that but <laughs> but like i know i know the scene is very similar though like there, i love that there's yeah. this kind of pseudo parallel to the to that how that episode opened to the point by the way also where um in zeke's this is crazy in Zeke's, it's he's kind of facing like if you're looking at the camera, if you're looking at the TV, he's he's facing left of the camera of the TV. Carol's facing right of the TV. It's like they're almost going in different directions. Okay. The the scene with him in it is a lot more warm, warm colors mm -hmm. like reds and and, and yellows and, and those kind of hues. Her yeah, scene is more yeah. uh, cold and blue, and it just shows. I like these these little like differences between these two scenes, and they're deliberate for sure. They're deliberate. Yeah. Well, and, and hopefully it has the opposite outcome, too, because all of these Seems like. people died. So here's hoping <laughs> that Carol doesn't get everyone killed. <laughs> all I know, and this is all I'm going to say out loud, is that unfortunately, I know I have knowledge that I, I shouldn't have. Uh -oh. not, not spoilers. I'm not saying, but like oh. the cast has talked about there's a lot of death and it may well be. And I don't know, may not be, but it may it may end up being that. Carol's actions have dire consequences. It may be. There's no other character that's acting as reckless as she is. And there's also the illness too. Sure. Fine. But I, I, I'm, again, I'm trying to be, trying to hedge my, because I, I said this to some, somebody the other day, I, today, sorry, today. This is why I don't believe in karma. But like the show has a way of saying <laughs> like, just because you do something that may get your group killed doesn't mean that they're going to get killed. Like it's dire right. they don't always have dire consequences it's just like why would you do it why would you risk it like, and her it's like mm -hmm. herschel's like you take a sip you risk your life <laughs> like like anything <laughs> you do can risk your life but like so i get it you know so i'm yeah. trying to be like you know but like also don't tempt fate <laughs> yeah let me let it I'll, might be okay but why risk it <laughs> right right and i'll hand to god like if if this all works out i'll be like okay all right cool but let's not do that again please it's like it's like it's like driving with <laughs> recklessly without lucky. a seatbelt. yeah exactly you got lucky yeah how many times many times yeah. are, is that gonna work you know yeah anyway. when will your luck run out yeah walkers are dangerous people <laughs> walkers are still dangerous and it's never been more yeah. evident from this from this episode talking dead does make note of in and i noticed this as well like the role swap daryl and carol have so she's saying, why aren't we enough? And Daryl, mm -hmm. when talking to Rick, it's almost the same way. Why aren't, why weren't we enough? Why did we have to build this community, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm much more sympathetic to Daryl of last year, a little bit. Because there is, there's a value in keeping your the people you love, you know, like your group tight-knit. A There's, small group. That makes sense. He's just making a declarative statement. Yeah. But she... And I'm just saying this out loud, and I want to see what you feel about this. Because we need to go back and deconstruct what happens. But she is making a declarative 
test of her of his loyalty almost she's like tugging at his heartstrings saying why aren't we enough mm -hmm. like why do i have to care about the community why why do i have to worry about everybody else why aren't we enough enough to I handle guess, i think handle i this. i think i yeah i think i okay i was gonna say i think i took that scene a little bit differently than you like that's fine as long as her and daryl are there to solve this problem no one else needs to be involved like they are smart enough, strong enough, capable of handling this situation on their own. So they don't need anybody else. Daryl wants the backup. He wants help. And she's like, mm, I think we got it. It's also if you believe her when she says we're just going to find the horde and then report it to the council, which if this truly right. is a scouting mission. <laughs> yeah. Right. And and that's in question, too. Honestly, I'm, I'm doubting my girl right now. I don't really know what's going on up there either. But if this truly is a scouting mission, then then the two of them are enough. I mean, if they're just going to go scout a location, find the horde, report back, then they really don't need backup for that. Right. But everything if that's truly she, what she's thinking. Right. It, it will go kind of back to the bonus content. There are some things that she does is that deliberately puts him into a corner where he has to choose between, you know, what's right, you know, what we ought to do and like what mm -hmm. what she knows will put pressure on him as a loyalty to cuz she cuz we all know dogs dog knows how loyal Daryl <laughs> is to Carol. You know, he smells yeah. it all over Daryl. And so when you back <laughs> him into a corner and you it, it becomes like about Merle, let's say about loyalty to Merle or like moments where we've seen in the past where you know, maybe it's not the safest choice, but if it comes down to loyalty, I'll be there for my people. You know, like I'll be there for whomever. Yeah. So at first it was Merle, the second it was for the group. And then all, the whole time, Carol, you know, I'll do it for the community. I'll do it for you. You know, I'll, I'm loyal like that, yeah. like a dog. You know, it's funny. So she knows that she knows that like if he if she backs him into a corner and this this will get me enraged later on. But I, I do. Let's walk through it because I'll <laughs> tell you exactly the moments. I will admit her her plan is sound. Like objectively, it's sound. Like if you just follow mm -hmm. it to the letter, you know, as the episode unfurls, you get what she's trying to do. She's prepared. She may she's she wants to know about the horde and whether this what she thinks is true. Oh, they are meeting here. Okay, that's cool. Next thing on my plan, taking a hostage. Because I'm going to bring this up to you. It's like, do you think she was intentionally going there to get the hostage? Or is like, oh, if I come across <sighs> one, I'll, I'll, you know, and if I'm, you know, I have a little zip tie on me. It's like, what the fuck? Why isn't it in your bag? I, yeah, yeah. I don't know if the intention was to capture, but I think she was going to take the opportunity if it presented. Absolutely. Which is why she came prepared. Yeah. But I don't know. To go there planning on capturing one of them, I think would have required a little, a little bit more planning. Because, okay, now you captured them. Now what? Where are you going to take them? Where are you going to put them? Like, I, if if that were the intention but if she was like eh, i'm gonna Maybe. go check it out if i happen to run into one of them i'll snag them up <laughs> but i think i mean you you'll have to admit that the fact that she hid it on her person she you know she left mm -hmm. she left him with the bag intentionally oh of course to a course. see that there's nothing in there but also to see if he'd actually do it right mm -hmm. um i, I and, mean I, and knowing I think that anybody would have and knowing that he would do that it, it's not even it's not even a loyalty test she knew he would do it the thing is yeah the thing is this is how smart carol is and this is just me <laughs> like seeing how she's thinking five steps ahead she's like she knows he's gonna feel bad now i can get him to do what i want to do and who is daryl mm -hmm. to carol again can you remind me her best friend yeah do you do that to your best friend i'm so mad right now <laughs> i'm seriously so infuriated why would you do that to your best friend 
see this is this is where this is where my faith in the character comes in sure i don't I mean, me know too. why but like I'm i, at, in I the don't moment. know why yeah yeah i can't i cannot justify that i can't but but so my faith bad. in her character I'm seriously so bad i no i I'm like no i totally i i totally get it i yeah. totally get it and 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 i and i would too but this is where my faith in the character comes in like i i can't I, I justify that action that's, that's i really can't that's what i'm saying i right? need but you I have, right now i have I have faith that she she knows what she's doing. I I'm waiting for the rest of it to play out. I think she's smarter than we even realize. Sure. Um, <laughs> I think she I think she knows what she's doing. And and whatever it is that she's planning, Daryl's not gonna. Daryl might not understand. It might sound crazy if she says it out loud, but it, but it might work. Whatever think, it is might work. I think he knows full well. The problem the problem that I'm having is that she is so determined that she's willing, ready to burn every single bridge she that there is to get it. Yeah. In a calculus again, no doubt she's smart. I'm, like I said, objectively, yeah. it, her plan is sound. Problem is she's not including anybody in it by design or not. I don't know. That's the other thing about it. But she's definitely smart. She's definitely all the moves she's making gets her to where she needs to be. What you know? Yeah. And and she, the, I know that the way her plan is set up is so that like if even if Daryl says no, she'll find a way to to figure it out. And I even note that in the next episode, yeah. when she realizes that she's cornered by the council and she's like, you know what? Look, I even I have limits. She'll find a way to go around, get Lydia and, you know, get her to take them to where she needs. That's what I'm saying. Like she is undeterred. She has yeah. a backup plan. She's there's nothing that's going to stop her. And that's the thing. Daryl is aware of that. I, I want to take a step back because I want to sh show each violation to Daryl along the way, uh, in a way. They, like, <laughs> I don't know. Because I don't think it's worth it to even talk about like the Connie thing because I'm just so mad. <laughs> like, the, like how she brings up Connie and you need somebody in this world. I'm like, bitch, yeah. you left the king at his at, at your at you both of your most vulnerable. Like you're such a hypocrite. Yeah. And, like you're you're talking all this smack about him and not going for Connie and everything. And well, so, I think she's 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 like a lot of us, and she's good at giving advice and not taking it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. So. I good think point. she even knows. She even knows. You know, she probably would be better off with the king, but that's not that's not her. She can tell Daryl what to do, but she won't take her own advice. Yeah, I think she's still someone. operating off the old rules, right? Like, like, oh, I'm the person who has the, you know, the like the emotional maturity, right? Like Carol. Yeah. And, and Daryl, yeah. oh, you're still this, you're a little boy. I need to guide you through life. <laughs> Meanwhile, I think Daryl's just taking it slow. <laughs> like, like, I, like he's not ready. Yet. I, I have never. <laughs> This is, I almost don't even want to say this out loud, it, but I've never I I been more convinced that they're well, I've, just, I've never he's been holding more, out for her. Well, that he is head over heels, stupid in love with her. With Carol. Like just, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just dumb, blinded, head over heels in love with her. I've seen that. And he's, he's not going to say it. He won't, he won't say it. I think she even knows it, which is why she's like, no, you need to go hang out with Connie some more. Go, go check on Connie. Go, you know, I, I, she's yeah. driving that home because she sees it too. So you can see this in a multitude of ways because, again, because of the way that's filmed, ooh, they just pull this, making you want to pull that slot even more, that Carol slot, C-A-R-Y-L <laughs> slot. Y-L. <laughs> so I get that. And I've seen people do that but here's the thing so i see two things right i see one a person who's saying oh let's go to connie this there's this mm -hmm. is this is burnt toast this is no good this is no bueno don't <laughs> don't hold out for me so the second there could thing be is, a lot of reasons yeah well i mean because she's just i'm 
damaged goods. I'm doing this thing, and I don't want you to get hurt. Yep. Meanwhile, you do. Fuck you. <laughs> You're dragging Daryl along for this ride. Because you, you say you don't want I don't think she wants it. anyone else to get hurt, though. No, I know. She wants to do this on her own. Like, she tried to leave on her own. But and if he she was does, like, But if she doesn't include Daryl now, if she doesn't include Daryl now, no. he's going to get other people to stop her. That's the thing. Now she needs to rope him in. Right. Right? Right. Now she See needs to keep him is? close. Otherwise, he's, right, otherwise he's going to bring more back up. Diabolical. Yeah. It's diabolical. Like, I mean, literally the word. Okay, diabolical but, or genius? Yeah. Diabolical <laughs> in, infers yes. genius. <laughs> yes. It's very calculating. Smart. But evil. Okay. But let's take out the judgment and keep going because um, <laughs> cause I do want to – I'm, I'm going to highlight all these things and it, you should be as mad as me. That's the thing. That's I, <laughs> Don't be feel what you want to feel, but I kind of actually want you to pull me back <laughs> from the abyss. Um, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. But I also note that, like, okay, the way that that scene is also filmed is kind of like, okay, maybe so. Like, you got the whole thing about him being head over heels in love with her, but you could also look at it in this way, like, maybe Daryl's just. And I did I mention this in the last episode because I, I thought I did, but like, maybe Daryl is just kind of also looking at her as a model. Like, if Zeke and Carol can make it work, or may, if Carol can make it work with somebody in general, maybe he has oh. some po- sort of hope for himself. Mm-hmm. You know. But I think part of that is like, you know, I'm trying to push, you know, trying to get these two people who are clearly hurting very badly to kind of like find a way to heal you know and then maybe they can exist in the world and, and solve the problems that they're plaguing them you know yeah after that i wrote all right daryl's got good eyes for a 50 year old because <laughs> he goes <laughs> it was that and she has to kind of go put the, well, the binoculars, with the binocular yeah she's like adjusting them she still can't see what daryl sees <laughs> with his plain eyes <laughs> it's like you don't you don't see that <laughs> Well, okay. In all fairness, he is a tracker. I mean, would he not be trained? Uh, he could have been. That aer- would fall under that. that yeah, I, I that get it. That would fall under that umbrella, wouldn't Maybe. it? Maybe. Yeah, but I don't. I know. love that comment though. She's like, I've I've been paying attention over the years. I picked up a few things. I can track. And then the next scene, <laughs> snap. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can think of when I hear that. Why? Because every time I watch that the episode, I'm like, snap. <laughs> That's all I hear. Um, did you see? Um, did you see Oscar's post today? No. Oh wait, no. of him like almost killing yeah. Daryl. Yeah. Yeah. Was well, he he was the one in the forest looking for Daryl. Yeah, but definitely when wasn't Darryl his was voice by the, though. By the tree. No, <laughs> definitely not his voice. I was gonna ask him that too. No. Nah. Why wouldn't we, they just use his voice? Yeah, it, it was on the uh, New York Comic Con. He was like, he every time he take he does a take, they just use ADR. <laughs> Like they make him do these like fifty takes, and the end they use ADR. Somebody else does the voice. It's so oh true. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. He, he's really frustrated. He wants to kind of be the voice. Mm-hmm. Well, it would make sense. Yeah. If we're seeing this whisperer, I want we should hear the voice that goes along with it. Nah, uh, <laughs> because then you can use different voices. No. I mean, I mean, it, it's look. If they didn't use different voices, you'd be out of you'd be out on your ass. <laughs> you know, like if you think about it. If he's the same body with the same voice, dying all the time. Yeah. Like, what is, wait, is it yeah, the same they, guy from the last season <laughs> that died? <laughs> um, right. But, uh, so yeah, this is, that would, yeah, that wouldn't go well. Yeah. But this, this here's the frustrating part. Like, okay, since when are we not enough? Okay. In some ways, Carol is kind of turning into Alpha. Like, she is, she's being calculating like Alpha. I mean, look at the way she, she, like she okay. and Beta kind of treats their soldiers, their sterile soldiers, you know, like <laughs> they're just props to, to, you know, put them up. And in some ways she kind of uses Daryl as a prop. Like, so, okay. The capper, like the double capper, Q 
cute. Mm-hmm. But you know, and, you know, Daryl's like, like, okay, I've got this. You know, look, maybe our luck will be with us. You know, it's, your plan's mm-hmm. dumb, but you know, as long as I'm there, I can keep an eye. <laughs> like he's thinking, I can keep an eye on her at least, keep her safe. Right. Meanwhile, she's like, oh, as long as he's there with me, he's not going to tell the council and stop me. It was really just kind of like a loyalty test. Okay, she says, since when are we not enough? And like he goes, well, you know, like if we mess this up, the community is going to pay for it. Pay and she, for it, yeah. And then she goes, we've already paid. This, and it's like, yeah. like digging the fucking oh. knife in a little bit more. Yeah. You know, it, that was the line that got me. But that's the line that also gets him. It's like, mm-hmm. are you not committed? Because I've paid for it. I lost my son. And it's like, mm-hmm. are you not loyal? Because we know Carol also. Like, she is capable of emotion. However, she's also capable of trying to get whatever she wants. Like, do you remember all the single, all the times she was a chameleon at, at Alexandria? All the times that she, um, like, on the, remember that we, met, we mentioned that scene that she, when she was out on the road trying to plead with those guys, she mm-hmm. had the rosary and all that? Yeah. You know what yep. she's capable of. And she, <laughs> I think in this moment, she's pulling the same shit to Daryl right there. But I also think that Daryl yeah. sort of kind of knows. I mean, in a way, at least it's a signal to him. Oh, she's not going to stop. No matter what right. I do, she is not going to stop. This is my way of knowing, oh, this is not the same Carol I'm used to dealing with. She is right. full on committed. So I love her. I'm going to try to ma- at least keep her safe. Yeah. But it doesn't stop there. Yeah. I mean, obviously she's she's lying to Daryl. I don't know yet if she... She's got to know that he knows her well enough that he's not buying it. Right. But she's still doing it. Like, she's still manipulating him, even though they both know what's going on. Yeah. Like, he yeah. knows she's lying. She knows he knows. But they're going to keep up this facade for some reason. Right. Right. And it's like, and I even wrote down, from here on out, it's an exercise in A, staying ahead of her shady moves. Like, for real. Because B, he needs to keep her reckless ass safe. And what does she do with that? She knows that's what he's... She knows that, okay, the jig is up. Now it's just a matter of getting him to to sign on. Like, to keep signing on to this. Because he knows me. I'm crazy. (laughs) Like... (laughs) But that's the thing. And then and then the test with leaving him alone with the bag. Loyalty test failed as was planned. Um, right. Because she knew he would fail for sure. And he knew he would fail too. Like, fuck this. And that was enough to chink the armor. That was enough to chink his armor. It's like, oh, I just, I fucked up. I fucked up. And so now that's exactly Looking where in she the bag. wants him. Yeah, that's exactly where she yeah. wants him. Because he's damaged and she's taking advantage of that. She, he knows that Daryl's loyal to her. Like no matter what, he can always get her to default back to being loyal to her. And that's mm-hmm. what makes this so knowingly like she is using him. She's using him. And that made me so mad. Like she knows he comes from damaged roots. That's the thing. Like the yeah. roots of his tree is upbringing. So does, so does she. So does she. They, I mean, they have, they have equally traumatized backgrounds. I suppose I mean, so. But she should know better. She should know better than to, to force him into a situation. He would never do that to her. He she, wouldn't. No. No. I, no. And she knows that he would. She I should mean, know that he wouldn't. In fact, he's been know. enabling I mean, her this whole season, Carol, too. Yeah. Carol has definitely done her fair share of reeling Daryl back in. I mean, we saw it way earlier on. That was her job, was reeling him in and keeping him close to everybody. And now right. we're seeing him do the same thing for her. So... I don't know. I guess it's. I guess I see it as more of um, a return favor. She's she's losing it, and whether or not she's even aware that she's manipulating him, she needs him, and he sees that. Like she's losing it, and he needs to be her clarity for a while. Yeah, I think we've talked about this somewhere along the line that like I don't think all relationships are equal. I mean, like 
No. Like, wh- like Somebody always gives more. Right. Or does things differently and maybe somebody makes up or in a different way, right? Like, it's all about harmony, mm-hmm. right? I, I think every mature yes. married person knows that it's not about equality. It's about harmony. Having some sort of balance, right? Okay, I'll Even do Even in, in a good friendship, you have that. Yeah, it's not always equal. Like, maybe I, I'll <laughs> hear this person talk more. But on the other hand, they'll be there for all my gigs, let's say, or like if I do a singer song or anything, right? So there's a, there's a harmony. Like in my, yeah. in my house, it's like, I'm, I'm the one to take out the trash, period. I take care of recycling, <laughs> all that. You know, my wife will do the cooking. It happens more often than not. Mm-hmm. Fine. But I'll always be the one to clean after. So it's all, it's, there's like balance, imbalance. You know, she does one thing. She, she makes the coffee every morning. That's awesome. Like, I always yep. appreciate that. There's a, there's a. It's a French press for me every morning. That's awesome, right? I don't do shit. Like, I love doing it, but, you know. So that's the thing. When I apply this to Daryl and Carol, okay, so maybe Daryl will have to deal with her, you know, being this way, like taking advantage of him clearly, you know? Mm -hmm. And maybe Carol is going to have to reel him in like a dog on a leash. It's like, okay, no, 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 Pookie, take a step back from the ledge, okay? (laughs) Yeah. Like he was not like a nuclear device in a in a knife fight, you know. He wasn't like that. That's true. He was like a maybe he was like he a, was only gonna hurt himself. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, take some people down in the process. Like yeah, he was like a wild dog, yeah. right? He right. would take a, a couple people out before killing himself, right? By evidence mm-hmm. of the fact that he would he would get shot every now and again. <laughs> Going back to the unequalness or the disharmony, it's like well, he's gonna have to deal with her trying to manipulate him and disrespecting their their loyalty and their friendship and. Maybe Maybe that's just mm-hmm. the way it is. Fine. That really does cool my jets a little bit. Yeah. But at the same time, it's it just doesn't seem right, you know, to piss I on also, your friend. I, I just, I really, I really want to believe that she's not, that she's not even aware of what she's doing. Oh, I know she's not aware. I really, I don't I, think I she's think aware. I think she's, yeah. Of what she's I mean, throwing it's happening. Away. Obviously, it's happening. Right. Yeah. Like you, like you said, she's got blinders on right now. She has one clear mission in mind and she's going to achieve that. She's going to achieve her goal by any means necessary. And she's doing and saying whatever she needs, you know, like, you know, she doesn't want Daryl to, to go back and tell people what she's doing. So she's going to keep them close. Right. She's going to, she's says, I, I have my friend's support here and I'm going to hold on to it for as long as I can. So he doesn't tattle on me, but right. Yeah. But I just, using him. I see, I look at her and I see someone in such distress that she doesn't even she i mean if they had days of the week she wouldn't even know what day it was right she's so spun out (laughs) but you know it it also kind of i kind of want to take a step back because it also does kind of remind me of carl confronting negan Will she have a figure like Carl mm. in her life? Is Daryl that person? I don't think so. Because I don't think, yeah. The evidence that we've seen this whole season so far is that he's enabled her every step of the way. He believes in her. Yeah. Just like you do and I do. I do. I believe in her. Yeah. I believe that she will find a way to step <laughs> back. But every episode just wears away at me. I'm sure it wears away at Daryl too. That's what gets me. Oh, yeah. So like going back to Carl and Negan, it's like Carl was the only one to get him to think for a second, when did this get away from you? And after a while, when you look at Carol play these moves, you start to say to yourself, when did this get away from you? When did you have to destroy every single bridge you erected to get to your objective? What was it for? And when you finally get what you want, you're going to look behind you and go, I destroyed every single thing that I had to try to get my son's killer. And even he's not around to appreciate it. I have no Ezekiel. I have no Daryl. 
I have no Michelle. I'm not definitely gonna have Michelle or Gabriel. Those fuckers hate me, right? Like it, it's like it's like they, they would literally pull, pull like a Rick at the prison and say, "Fuck you, goodbye." You, I'm, we're not gonna kill yeah. you. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Can't <laughs> stay like, here. Yeah. You know, I see your face. You're like very sad, and I am too. It's it's really yeah. sad. Like, I, I, how far are you willing to go to get your objective? And and will people forgive I'm, you for going there? Yeah, that's yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, can you come back from yeah. from those actions? I'm hoping whatever is going on with Ezekiel is gonna kind of bring her back to reality and and focus on like, oh shit, there's there's people here still that I need to think about. Like, I don't know though. Like, I really don't know how she's gonna take the news. The only way I can see her getting to pause is Daryl going. Uh, Zeke died. Yeah. Like, and maybe she doesn't even yes. care about yeah. Zeke the way she ought to. But I think there, like you said, there is got to be a part of her that is like another person that I loved, at least loved. I've lost. Mm -hmm. That's one less person in the world that is gone because of this, or or, or she's gonna think because of this. But yeah, or at risk of losing. I mean, something, something's gotta jerk her attention back to reality. Something. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't know if, it, if it'll be Zeke or or whatever we see going on in the next episode. Yeah. I don't know. You're talking about the sickness? Yeah, whatever whatever's on her. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm look I was looking at that also and I'm not I'm like wondering if that's just bad like just guts and stuff cuz Yeah, I the second time I looked at the picture, I thought maybe it's not like boils. Maybe it's just I think it's just guts. something that's on her hands and then on. Her, yeah, it might not even be attached to her. Right. I don't even know. I don't know what tor it's, torture it's she's doing. Me. Yeah, that's uh, I'm. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying I wish her ill will. I'm just saying like I'm thinking she's doing something to this guy and. That's what's on her right now. And I'm frightened for him, actually. <laughs> like, more <laughs> for him. I love the Carol character so much. I mean, she is so versatile. I mean, she has every side to her. I mean, she is the villain, the hero, the mom, the sister, the wife. The, she's everything. She is every, she's everything. She plays every role. <laughs> right. Another part that comes into this, and it's like, I do love her, but I also love the other characters. And if what she does threatens the lives of, of the other characters around her, then no, fuck her. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there's a dual role of, of having to love that person, but also realize, okay, I love you, but there's a point where I have to back away from you. <laughs> it's like, I yeah. love you so much that I just have to back away from you and kind of give you the middle finger right now. Because, because <laughs> you need to step off. You need to step back from what you're trying to do, or at least include other people in that plan. That's all I'm asking. Mm -hmm. Let people know what you're yeah. gonna do, and say "fuck you." I'm doing it anyway, and then at least we have some sort of knowledge about what's going on, so we can prepare for the fallout in case it happens. Yeah. Because that's the only thing. That's the only thing that really that put me over the edge. Is that like, at least. If you're going to say, fuck you anyway, I'm doing what I'm going to do. Okay, well, at least now they know to kind of, okay, should we prepare the walls? Should we should we at least tell this, the whispers, uh, she's a lone wolf. Uh, you can do whatever right. you want. <laughs> we don't know her. <laughs> exactly. Like, you saw her on the border. She's untethered. She is crazy. Maybe yeah. you should adopt her. I don't know. Maybe they'll take your... <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I'm just kidding. Right. She's probably going into this thinking she's not going to make it out alive. She's going to go down fighting. I don't know if she's really thinking about a fallout because maybe she doesn't see herself in an aftermath. Yeah. So you're playing the whole... Um, she's so fucked up 
that it's like a walking disaster. Like, but that that makes it all the more important for like instead of Daryl enabling her, you know, knowing that she's a disaster, right? Yeah. To to like put up every single roadblock that she can to to it not in her way, but like in in the path of any fallout from any of her actions. Like, okay, I can't stop her, but I can at least mitigate the damage. Like, I can at least try to prepare yeah. for the event for the, the possibility that what she does is going to make all of us suffer. So instead of enabling her, it's well, like, okay, do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I mean, obviously, obviously, in Carol's mind, she's not going to fail. Like, she has a plan. She's going to execute it. It's gonna it's gonna happen how she planned it, and right. that'll be the end of it. And you're, I think in her mind, God's ears. <laughs> right. I mean. Right. It all looks good on paper right. and it all makes sense when you lay it out like that. Obviously, that's not how it's going to go because that's never how life goes. But right. I, she could be thinking like, I'm going to do this on my own. I'm going to end it and I'm not going to make it out alive. So right. I don't need to involve anybody else because I'm going to take care of this. When I've taken care of what I needed to, I'm going to I'm going to go down fighting. And so she's taking care of everybody in in her mind. Obviously, right. it's not right. going to go this Always, way. Right. But in her mind, right. She her saved everyone mind. by sacrificing herself. Right. Right. Her twisted mind, right. Right. And now here Daryl is like following her along and she's like, dude, you're kind of screwing up my plan. Like I'm trying to do this lone wolf style and now here you are and all right, well, I style. guess you're along for the ride. <laughs> yeah, you're along for the ride now too because if I let you go back, you're going to tell everybody what I'm up to. Right. So I might as well <laughs> rope you in in any way possible, you know, disrespecting our friendship exactly. in the process. Right. Gotcha. Um, right, right. Because she's on a one-track mind. <laughs> when they reach a point where the twig snaps and whatever Carol's mm. plan kind of goes awry. Maybe that was intentional. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Could, Maybe. could be. Right. To mm-hmm. attract the walkers slash whisperers enough so that they could. And make her break and separate. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I separate. didn't even think about that being intentional. Right. And, 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 but it and could have been. Remember, Daryl was like, you got to get back more. You just got to go back. Uh-huh. You know, this is a reconnaissance mission. We were supposed to get info on the herd. And she's like, right. no, no, we're staying here. Like, hand motions. We're staying here. Uh, and then snap. And then, again, could have been intentional. Okay, they separate. Now, what happens? What was Daryl's rules? It was three rules. Well, I remember the if we get split up to meet back... At at the border, right? No dead walkers. Be safe. Oh 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 yes. Okay, those ones. Yeah. Leave no tracks. Don't be seen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now here's what I'm thinking. I'm like wondering <laughs> if she gave a flip about any of those rules. Like maybe she wanted to be seen so that she yeah. can capture the thing, and then, and who knows who, what other whispers saw that. And so I'm like thinking to myself, this is what mm-hmm. I'm thinking of when she's like. Oh, Alpha, fuck you. I guess we're going to your guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if you saw me. Oh, yeah. I can just totally <laughs> see that happening. Because, I mean, like, you know, I mean, I know you have faith in her, and I do too, but it's like, I, like, there's the assuming that this, the twig snap was real. And then there's assuming that, right. like, and she was acting, like, really reckless. It's like, dude, if you're really spying on the horde, like you said, you promised you were and going to tell on the council, well, you could do that back there. <laughs> <laughs> like mm-hmm. fuck this shit. Yeah. But, like everything she does is making us trust her less and less and less. Like even though she probably knows what she's doing, she is not in the right, right. mind. Like as much as I want to trust her. 
Yeah, yeah I think, I, well, I think the, the writers are taking, they're trying to take away our faith in her. And then all of a sudden we're, you know, we're going to find out the big finale and we're going to be like, oh, she knew what she was doing all along. No. I'm just not, I'm not tricked. I'm not tricked so easily. I, I have faith. My girl knows what she's doing. Oh, I got my fingers crossed as you speak. That's <laughs> what I'm, I'm, you know what? That's fine. And I'll be okay with that. Like, again, I don't like that she had to go there to, to get it done. It doesn't make it right. To, to snatch a, a to destroy her, her friend, her best friend's relationship to get oh. what she wanted. I yeah, mean, do you think their relationship is destroyed? I no, but get I think that at all. I don't think it's destroyed. I think he's, I think he's doing his best to keep it together, to be honest. Like, I, I really do think she's yeah. like taking advantage of his loyalty to kind of get what she wants. I don't know. Maybe we're capable of more than we say we are, but like, I would never lie to my wife to get something I really, really wanted that I know that she, I shouldn't have. That's, you know, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I'll be honest with her and say, I really want that thing. And I'll try to convince her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, when you can be honest, there's no point in lying. Yeah. But there it's, must, but there must be a reason. See, that's where my faith in Carol comes from. There must be a reason that she's doing this. I don't the, know what it is yet, but, but then it's not, I, worth I it. trust that it's like, for a good reason. Well, I mean, how, how worth it can it be, you know? And, and, and when, when was Daryl not enough? to get it done right she did just spend three months away ways. from everybody yeah mm, that's a good point it's a, a good point there was a bit of separation there <laughs> three months planning this shit out <laughs> decent amount of time well yeah Maybe. yeah no kidding she was all happy and but... smiley coming back oh because she knew that she'd start her plan <laughs> yeah again... she's like all right i'm here to fuck shit up <laughs> But then again, then came the dreams. And so, see, there's like little things that make me doubt that. Like the, the dreams came. She must have had been having dreams or maybe she wasn't. Maybe she was fine. But coming back yeah. has brought all the shit back. And so I think that that's not, that can't be accurate. Right? I mean, can't we ultimately blame Daryl for not letting her get back on the boat? <laughs> she wanted to leave. Let's be honest. She mm. didn't want to be here. Yeah, that little bit Daryl of Rick. pretty much made her stay. That little bit of Rick in him, right? <laughs> yeah. Like oh, we need you. We need to bring our communities you. together. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Michonne, Michonne was too. Like we need. She said that in the woods. She said um, she needs to be with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I and I agree. But mm -hmm. I'm just. I mean, I she don't. didn't want to be there. <laughs> like, yeah. She didn't want to be there. She wanted to get back on that boat and leave again. Yeah. Daryl well, we, let we her. don't agree because we're selfish and we wanted to stay yeah. with us on the show. Oh, yeah. It's like, but like we don't think about her <laughs> mental health. We're the assholes. That's that's what it comes down to. We're yes. horrible. We're yes. horrible and selfish. We love Carol. We want to we see her like, fuck Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, mentally, right? <laughs> Sorry, I got caught in my brain. It's, Crickets. I was working something out. It's like, oh no, that's all I can see now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. But now I, 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 mean, I started I gotta... thinking of a three-way. Oh Daryl, everybody's happy. Connie, Carol, and Daryl. Bonus content. <laughs> Bonus. No, that's go. That's staying in the mix. <laughs> that's staying in. Staying in. We're gonna clip that up. <laughs> it's gonna be playing on our on our website. <laughs> on repeat. It's gonna, be on, it's gonna be on YouTube, kids. <laughs> and then we'll be accused of child bullying again. <laughs> Somebody's gonna remix it, and then it's gonna be ringtones. Kill these kids! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> you remember See, that? 
We're going to get canceled. Yeah. Exactly. So canceled. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get kicked off the internet. Hashtag worth it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> go out with a bang uh, <laughs> literal <laughs> sort of right um, oh my gosh yeah i do want to go back to the question though uh, this was intentional that was her plan all along right to whether, whether the twig snap was intentional that's up to debate right yeah but the but her trying to capture whisper that was her plan all along she played yeah, Daryl like a I, fiddle on that yeah, one. Yeah, I'm. I think I. I think I can jump on that train. Yeah, I think that was probably her intentions. If it happened, it happened. I mean, she wanted it to happen, but yeah. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to say that, but I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. Now, I wrote this, and we've been classically calling her reckless, right? Does this move Some a little of bit? Us. Well, but you know what? Wait, you, I heard you say that. <laughs> like blinded by. I, I said blinded by rage. That's way yeah. worse. She's still trying to calculate exactly how it is to be the most effective. She's intelligent, clearly. She knows the moves. Mm -hmm. She's taking advantage of everything, but she's also sacrificing her friendships in order to complete the objective. So, so the reckless doesn't even like reckless implies, and this is what we said before. Reckless implies, oh, she's not thinking at all. No, mm -hmm. I said this. This goes beyond reckless because reckless implies, okay, no thought, trying just trying to get what she wants. No, there's thought in her calculus. She's saying, okay, I could risk my friend, my friendship with Daryl in this moment because that's gonna get me closer to what I want. She's making a decision. I don't know what the word is to describe what's going on now because now she's making a cost-benefit ratio of, okay, if I do make this move and I keep Daryl on my side to try to get what I want, he's not gonna. Go back to council but i have to basically chip away at at him in order to get to it because he's gonna find out when i bring this guy back that i fucked mm -hmm. him over majorly so she's taking mm -hmm. a calculated risk here and and trying to i think maybe in the back of her head let's put ourselves in her shoes let's be fair right she's thinking to herself is our friendship enough to last this moment probably right yeah is it is it strong enough you see in the next scenes in the next in the next episode that their friendship is going to continue to be tested to get what she wants out of this guy mm -hmm. and it's so interesting to look at this episode and look at the last that was the last episode the one with the gordy song it was silence the first heaven right. i know right i feel the like that episode four had gordy in it yeah right i feel like that episode and this episode go really hand in they're like brother and sister episodes because the first mm -hmm. one is all about bonds that will always be forever but will but you have to be okay with them floating apart and this episode mm -hmm. is bonds that are being strained to their limit mm -hmm. and so i i kind of i like the yeah. idea of this of like how this is playing out because there's an overall theme of this happening throughout the whole season so far of like relationships being tested bonds being tested magna yumiko luke Kelly, mm. Connie, Daryl, Carol, Beta, Alpha, everybody's being tested. Loyalty's being tested. Mm -hmm. People are getting paranoid. You know, community cohesion. It's crazy. That's what it takes for this season. That's what the season's all about. Daryl realizing the rules that he sets and he's pinned in a corner. He has to snap the walker's neck so it doesn't move anymore and doesn't talk anymore and still mm -hmm. manage to get the guts out while it's still moving around, sort of. And he's frightened. And that made me even more mad. By the way, when I yeah. when I see him, yeah, he, I mean, he's holding the knife, he's shivering. That's the, that's what really got got me. I'm like, shit. What if he had died? Yeah. What if what, she had gotten him killed? Right. Could have well have happened. Not only that, there's a lot of things going on in his mind, and from his perspective, he's not thinking about that in the moment. Like, oh, what if she killed me? Mm -hmm. He's not thinking of that. He's thinking. Yeah. I better keep these rules. This is new Daryl now. This is not reckless Daryl. Like, I'll kill everybody mm -hmm. and get hurt in the process. 
<laughs> no, he's like, if I fuck this up, this is going to go back to back to the community. The horde will be released. Everybody will die, including Carol, including me. You know, Judith. You know, all these kids. You know, all these kids that all these old people that we are taking care of now. Like it's on me at this moment. I'm being. I'm put in this fucking position because of this bitch. No, he's not thinking that. <laughs> but like, he's thinking it's on me. All of all of a sudden, all at once. And I'm trying to think of any moment where he's taken that on 100% fully in the moment. And I don't. I'm trying to think of it, and I don't think. He's ever felt that the weight of that responsibility all at once in that moment. I don't think so. I don't think he's been tested in that way. Because even even when having he was to on take his knees, care of having to take care of everyone. Well, meaning like mean? having to think of everyone with his actions. Because I'll tell you, it's such a oh, stark contrast okay. between him kneeling with Negan's bat, uh, you know, breathing down everybody's neck, and him taking mm -hmm. a bold swing and knocking him and trying to knock Negan out. That was right. crazy. So look at that contrast of that. Like him, I'm afraid to rage out, roid out. <laughs> and well, like last right? time he did, someone actually did die. Exactly. Yeah. And so, and so I, I'm thinking of all these things are probably swirling around in his brain. I don't want to get Glenn killed again or Abraham. I don't want to get yeah. the people in the community killed. You know, the council needs to know about this. I got to still yeah. take care of Carol. Moment, well, yeah, that's exactly it. In that moment, his thought isn't, oh, God, she's going to get me killed. His thought is probably, I need to, keep I need to make sure she doesn't get killed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fucking He's God. not even thinking him. about the possibility of him dying. He's, I'm, I'm positive. He's thinking, I need to... I need to save her. I need to, well, not save her. She, no, no, but you no, know no. what I mean. I, I need, need to, to look come out for check her. her. Yeah, exactly. So now he's, yeah. this is yeah. what's, this, I'm going to do the last swing. And this will probably get, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking this may get you on my side. What is she thinking right now? I'm like emotional. Like, what uh, is she thinking right now? There's no during, thought. Like that, during that whole thing? In or that moment. What do you think, in, what do you moment... think in that moment that she's thinking of? Not oh, him. I don't want to say what she's, I don't, yeah, I don't want to say what not I think she's thinking. That's all I want to say. Not Daryl. That breaks my heart. Because she knows, she knows she he can take care of himself. But as you can see, he's terrified. Right. And and I and then in that same moment, I think is of, he? I guess I I guess I didn't. Yeah, rewatch that. He scene. didn't look. He's he's. I, I guess I'll have to watch it again because he's terrified. Absolutely terrified. Okay. And for a variety of reasons, like not pure. That fear. seems really dark, and so I didn't get a good look at his at his face. I'll I have encourage to watch everybody it again to, when, to like, watch turn, that scene. Turn the like brightness up again or something. I don't think yeah. I got a good look at his face because I didn't. I didn't get the impression that he was he was afraid in that moment yeah i i, I, I he handled everybody. it so well he did he was i mean quick yeah. thought but like you know but like right. he couldn't help himself from his hand was as he's holding the dagger he's shivering you know he's like this okay. yeah it's it's a tough watch because i guess good. i saw i guess i saw a movement but i thought he was like a you know adjust like adjusting his grip yeah. like type of like one of these you know yeah yeah i, hear I, I will i will i will have to go back and watch it again because it, it was like i said it was just can, very dark you can I hear the shallowness of, of his breath too that's what got me. Mm -hmm. And then I flip back to that. Oh, what is Carol thinking now? I think Carol's thinking, now's my chance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of two things right now. I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> One, the more serious thing is I thought of Carl getting bit while trying to take out walkers with Sadiq. And I kept thinking to myself, yeah. any moment in mm -hmm. the apocalypse, our number could be up, no matter how capable we are. And so and right. Daryl and Carol are not immune. No, you're not enough. You need to bring, you need to make sure you bring backup. You know, like you're like a buddy cop film. <laughs> you got to call for backup. Right. But um, especially in the zombie apocalypse. What are you fucking crazy? <laughs> okay, so, but the second thing and the less serious thing is I thought of the Hillary Clinton line. 
Oh, it's no. like with uh, Gaddafi. We came, we saw, we, we came, we saw he died. Like it was so, like that's what I'm thinking Carol is thinking. Like, I got him. Oh my him. gosh. I'm bringing him back. <laughs> like, Daryl? <laughs> da- oh, well. Oh. Uh, but, oh you know, my gosh. But like, no, like maybe it's too, like I'm just, I'm playing. Like obviously she'd be, I don't know. I, <laughs> I know Devastated. I know she'd be devastated, but maybe yeah. that would be the thing. But why does it have to get to that point? Right, and and if he and if he was a hundred percent okay, and he is, it mm. never crossed her mind that something could happen to Daryl. Not at all, and that's what gets me. Yeah, and here Daryl's like, well, fretting. I don't. I want to make sure she's safe. I don't think it would. I don't think it would cross her mind anyway because she knows he's so capable. I mean, he lived in the woods by himself for six years. He's capable. Yeah, but they weren't whisper. Well, maybe they were, but we they didn't know. At there the could time. have been. Yeah, <laughs> but there could there be. Could, yeah. yeah, they could have been everywhere. Yeah, but I don't, <laughs> is she thinking that's the cost of doing business in the apocalypse? <laughs> I mean, if so, well, like it doesn't mean that you have to worry about that somebody's going to die. But if you're going to definitely purposely put them in a situation that is, you know, fraught with peril, it's like, okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, like you said, I mean, in the apocalypse, any day could be your time. Yeah. So I mean, but really, knows, every light, every day is a gift. So she know, she know, she knew full well she dragged him into that situation though. After covering what we covered, it's like she knew she was deliberately yeah. putting him into that situation. And if she didn't reg- like, let's say something did happen, he got bit. Very least, I mean, at some point she's gonna have to register that on her conscience. Yeah. You know? How 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 could she have avoided him coming along though? She would have mm. had to tell him at the gates what she was actually doing. Right. I but mean, she's... he kind of he kind of pushed his way into the situation too. Like yeah. he didn't really give her much of a choice. He he said, "Do you want company?" But he really should have said, "I'm coming with you." <laughs> right. But he's had good good evidence to be like. You've been pulling some shit. Oh, that she needs some. Well, yeah. Oh, absolutely. But but I'm saying. I mean, and maybe that's their way. I don't we know. We can't. We can't say. We can't say Carol dragged him into it because no, he was gonna follow her. He was gonna follow no matter what. That's but that's the problem. Carol knows that. That's that's where the taking advantage part comes in. But she, it wasn't gonna stop her. It wasn't gonna stop her, and it would it wouldn't stop you. It wouldn't stop me. I think, if I if no if I had wouldn't. a mission, if I was on a mission, I, I I would be on it. Here's here's the distinction. Here's the the clear distinction. It's the difference between letting him go and calling in the council, and then finding a way to do a loyalty test to get him to come along purely so that he doesn't go to the council. That's yeah. the difference. That's the clear difference. Like you see the move she's playing by leaving the bag knowing he's gonna rifle through it aha i got you where i want you when were we not enough so there's it's this series of events that gets him to come along and after that she can do whatever she wants because she clearly doesn't listen to him so he's clearly saying look you're too close step back he's like i got this like snap and it's like uh aha right where i want him it's like she doesn't give a fuck she doesn't give a fuck i don't know i guess maybe i'm maybe i'm a bit more of an oblivious person but i watching it not not one second did i think she was manipulating him in any way but now i'm hoping that in any way i've i've laid the groundwork so if you do watch the scenes again you're like she knows full. I mean, I can play them back in my head. I mean, I know. I mean, I can see some of the spots where you're talking about, and and I could, you know, I could say, okay, sure, I could, I could see, I could see that, but I don't know. I just, I, it never. And again, this could just be me being oblivious. Like I, maybe I don't recognize those things, but I, that's not what I saw happening there. 
I'm sorry for you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, I'm, I, I'm sorry for you. I'm, I'm sorry that you see all the stress on this relationship. Yeah, I clearly I mean, you see the stress. You. There is definitely, like, you can't, the only thing there's you can't say definitely is there's definitely stress. a strain yes. on this relationship, mostly Absolutely. due to Carol's actions. And I'll accept that. That I, w- that I will concede. That. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Beyond that, that's all like, yeah, that's me seeing things there that right. maybe not everybody which sees is, it's fine well which is why i brought up the fact that i yes maybe she is manipulating him but i don't know that she's aware that she's doing it because i didn't see it yeah the only thing <laughs> i want to say about that is like we both know how calculating she can be so i th- yeah i mean at first i was like yeah that's why i was saying before like i think this moves beyond reckless because it, to say that she's being reckless is minimizing her in my opinion because mm-hmm. i think i know she's smart i know she's she right. she knows the moves she knows what what's required and so she's got a plan with that in mind, it's kind of That's like saying point. she knows what she's going to have to do to get Daryl on board. She knows exactly what she needs to say, what situation she needs to put him in to kind of get him to come along and not go back to the council to get them to stop her. And she knows exactly what she ne- what needs to happen thenceforth to kind of make sure her plan goes out without, without a hitch. Daryl be damned is what I'm saying. She knew that she was going to have to risk her friendship with Daryl to a point. Not even to a point. I don't know if she... She saw a limit. That's my question. I don't know where the limit is. I find myself like re- just sort of repeating a lot of the same things, even in my notes. Beta doesn't trust Negan. Negan's loud. <laughs> Although, <laughs> like that, those are my notes. <laughs> as I'm watching this, I'm like, doesn't this don't doesn't the way they talk kind of remind you of the Heapsters a little bit? Like <laughs> Kurt. Oh. Statements like and the Heapsters yeah. are like one word, two words, but like. <laughs> uh huh. Like the alpha, was, alpha was the only one who really gets to talk. Like even Beta's kind of like he cannot be trusted. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> you do that really well. It's <laughs> the best I can do. That's really noise constant. Noise. <laughs> so, but the only thing I wrote. I mean, he's not wrong. Negan is loud. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I, I even wrote something down about that. But like, like who? Uh, so I wrote down in big letters who is being tested. Negan or Beta? Oh, oh, right. If you think about yeah, it, yeah, both, both of them, they're both being tested. Yeah, I mean, Alpha even says when he says he's a he's a threat, and she says to Alpha or to Beta, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, she exactly. sees she sees what's going on. Yeah, I think she's trying to keep him in line, right? Absolutely. Like she, line. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Negan's she's putting like, the squeeze don't, right don't back. Don't think you're. Yep. Don't think you're not replaceable, Beta. Mm, oh, that's harsh oh i'm feeling for him why am i feeling for him ah, it's terrible <laughs> because because we love him <laughs> and we want him to be a good person yeah i feel man. like they're plant. i feel like they're planting seeds for at least some some i mean maybe not the one i want but for some whisperers to jump over onto onto our wagon I mean, they are talking about better life with us and, you know, they have food and beds and babies. (laughs) (laughs) Actual actual babies. Oh, this could be. Actual babies. This is good. That we don't have to sacrifice. Yeah, like in a pit with coals. (laughs) Off you go, baby. (laughs) It's so tender. Ah. Pigs suck. This is the new pig. (laughs) The other, other way. You know, they didn't, (laughs) right. They didn't have to include that, that, you know, they didn't have to include that scene, but they did. So I feel like the, where the, when the, when the whisperers come up to, um, uh, Francis and are like, 
oh, we saw, um, was it Francis or was it Gamma? No, it was Francis. When Francis, they're talking uh, about Gamma's sister. Sister, yeah. Oh, we saw the, 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 the livestock. They're and saying, the, mm-hmm. hey, some of us have been talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that little seed. Yeah. You know, some of us have been talking. Right, exactly. We see that they have a better life, you know, things like that. Right, trying to make her feel better, right? Mm-hmm. Things, things mm-hmm. going on behind the scenes. And Alpha and Beta, mostly, I think, knows this. I think that's why he's so distrustful, because every now and again, they have to kind of like beat authoritarian, beat them into submission to kind of adhere to this weird kind of communist society. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the state, the state is supreme, and <laughs> all this stuff. <laughs> but it all goes back to loyalty bonds, right? Like, mm-hmm. and so, bonds, Niga, yeah. ne- and so, Beta is like squeezed in the middle. Like it's a squeeze play. Like Alpha is kind of almost punishing him to deal with Negan. Negan's kind of giving it right back, and it's like, fuck, man, all I try to be do is loyal. And and then when yeah. she sees him, like, does does Beta want to be the Alpha? He's panicking. He's like, I don't know what to do. I I I'm nothing without you. What the hell? You know, I'm not. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to point out some shit, just like the other guy tried to before, <laughs> unsuccessfully. Right? I mean, in, in some ways. Him. Yeah, what makes Beta so special, though? Also, also like. Their bond. Yeah, I guess so. You're right. <laughs> You're right. 100%. But, like, but maybe Alpha is making him aware that, like, like you said, is like at any given moment, I could snap my fingers and you could be just like that guy, you know, if, right. I, deci- if like, I decide to. Right. You're only this much more special than the rest. <laughs> isn't, isn't, isn't that kind of like a signal to us that Negan will be taking his place in a way? Beta? Yeah. Beta? Uh, for Negan to take Beta's place at Alpha's mm. side. Just to kind of I think go... that's what Negan's trying to do. Well, to, well, I'm just saying even Alpha's saying that to Beta, the way that she said mm-hmm. it. That's kind of almost, almost a signal to, to us that Beta's not expendable, but like Alpha's a megalomaniac. Like she's such an egomaniac. Well, this, yeah, this is a complete power trip yeah. for, for her over, over Beta. Like, yeah. going back, you, didn't you also say it, it was part punishment for Beta yeah. to be testing Negan? Because because he's been questioning her judgment so often lately, she's like, you know what, fuck you. Like, you need she's to remember box, who's bitch. in charge. Yeah, you need to remember who's in charge here. And yeah. I'm going to, you know, here's your punishment. You know, hang out with this doofus all day and <laughs> be annoyed. Yeah, you know? exactly. And then, at, and then at, at the end, when 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 Negan finally kneels to her, right, which was like, whoa, what a moment! And and by the whoa. way, there was a, there was a line before that, like how he's talking to Beta about kneeling. He's like, I never, do- mm-hmm. I, I've had people do that for me, but I never did the deed myself. And yeah. You see, at the end of the episode, he kneels like just straight it's a, away. It's a big deal without yeah. being asked. And then she comes over. And I'm like, and my first thought was, Carol and I have, have been waiting for this moment, right? Like, I'm, I'm like so sad that she's not here right now. Me but too. we've been waiting for this moment between Alpha and Negan because that moment when they finally meet was going to kind of give her and I sort of an idea of where this relationship was going to go in comparison to the comics. Mm-hmm. So when this first happens and she kneels down and she gets really close to his face, I thought, don't kiss him. <laughs> I really like for like a split second. I'm like, don't ki- like, why would you do that? But she, well, I mean, she would do it in front of beta to what just hap- drive him more nuts. Right. What happens in the comic though? Is it, is there a similar scene? No, 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 no. There's not a similar scene, but just the dynamic between the two, between Negan and Alpha. Well, mostly Negan, Negan towards, towards Alpha. Alpha. Yeah. <laughs> As we've spoken about last yeah, episode. Yes, more than that. But she also she also kind of plays into it too. Like, I don't know if, if it's that she likes the attention or if, it, or if this is just part of her ploy in the books, but she does kind of play on that. Like, she recognizes that Negan finds her attractive or is at least 
I, they're both playing each other, so it's hard right. to keep it all straight. But he's, you know, acting like he's finding her attractive, and she's acting like she likes that, and so they're sort of playing that off of each other. But I don't, I don't see that dynamic on the show, which I'm glad for because I think Samantha Morton is playing this character in a completely different way than than the comics, and I like it, and and I want her to continue doing that. I think if there's sort sort of this flirtatious attraction between the two of them, it it'll take away from from the alpha character that we know right because you can even say i mentioned this comment briefly i think it was in the last episode that bob kirkman's vision and voice is sometimes sometimes a little bit more male centric so his character sounds like (laughs) sometimes a little bit (laughs) so they look like they they look how males would see them they or would idealize them and they sound kind of like and by the way Chuck, you know the guy who wrote Fight Club, Chuck Palahniuk, right? He he does that too. I've read a lot of his books, okay. and his his female characters sound a lot like men. Okay, like as much as he's probably like a the, a big ass feminist, his he writes his characters like men, like his okay. women characters like men. So sometimes, and sometimes that's why I, I always try to pay attention to the dialogue and like, okay, do these women sound like women? Do these men sound like men? Mm. And do does the writer can they write in like? in different kind of gendered like voices like a guy mm. a, a girl wouldn't say suck my dick motherfucker like uh. i mean well depending on the character obviously right yeah but like character independent like when i see like i don't think i don't think that that woman would say that like that yeah. particular woman would say that the character that you're trying to build would say that that sounds like if that character was differently cast as a man would say that like that with those traits <laughs> sounds okay. like a man right, right so this could be a distinct moment where you know as the showrunner is Angela Angela Kang and then Scott Gimple is, is has been pretty receptive and, and working really well with all the other producers Gail Ann Hurd uh, Denise mm. Huth also women I can see I mean in, in looking at looking at Samantha Morton like God bless her she's a terrific actor Oh, yeah. The way that they're, they're building her character visually isn't as comic book perfect, obviously. She's a beautiful woman, but she's not obviously, you know, uh, the idealized Bob Kirkman comic book drawn figure. Let's just Correct. acknowledge that, right? Correct. I would and agree. Yes. Yeah. Having that in mind and having the voice idea in mind, like how we draw <laughs> female characters in mind as Bob Kirkman would. And it's not, it's not a slide. It's just a, it's just a, something I notice, right? Mm-hmm. This is a good female empowerment moment. Like, stop making it, stop having a pissing fight, you two. Like, this is what I'm going to do. Like, so they might mm-hmm. take this in a completely different direction than what we're expecting it to go, which might enable the moment where, like, okay, Carol could take her out, or might enable the moment for them to go in a completely different way, or have her stick around longer than she should, or take Beta mm-hmm. out for us before Alpha, that sort of thing. So I it's can't. something to consider, right? Like, but my it heart- would be cooler. Definitely cooler if if they kind of take her female power, like her her intelligence first of all, with all she's doing, the religion of the whispers, how they built that mm-hmm. out, and how how much power that has behind her, and then t- move that forward and make the men look like idiots for pissing on each other the whole time, <laughs> right? This is this could yeah. be, yeah. and and that would kind of almost. And there's always this little power in trying to get your audience to kind of n- not really root for the enemy, but kind of be like, "Damn, girl, like, yeah. damn." That's a boss move, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If what I want to happen doesn't happen, then Beta's going to be killed. Right. Because <laughs> he's the bad guy. I mean, that's what happens to bad guys, right? Unless you're Negan. He's a somehow. useful idiot. I mean, unfortunately. Right. I would love nothing more than to see Ryan Hurst join the cast forever and ever until the end of the series. 
Right. If that happens, I would be ecstatic. If not, I'm probably going to cry for another nine weeks like I did after Glenn died. <gasps> no way. Really? I so you do like, see how I'm, damaged he is. Like, he's irreparably damaged beta? as a person. Yeah. Well, which is going to make it even worse, right? Because oh, so, he's so innocent like, in a way. Be, yeah. I mean, he's just this, like, innocent puppy dog following Alpha everywhere. Like, he doesn't even have an identity. His identity is to do her bidding. I mean, we, you you said it earlier, you right. know? Like, that's it. That's that's what he... Who is he without her? Right, right. And, and if he dies before he gets the chance to know who he is without her, like, right. that is going to crush me. Absolutely crush. Isn't that interesting, right? Okay, okay. Look at the way Alpha has Beta wrapped around her finger. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're not going to like this. But it's the very definition of taking somebody who's unstable and, and, and manipulating them to their ends. So like I then I, no. I'm like looking at the way... This is why I said what I said before about Carol kind of taking a playbook from Alpha. Like you're manipulating your best friend mm -hmm. to, get to, to get to your aims. Like you... Th and like you're giving him a purpose. Like, okay, he's not ratting on me but like mm -hmm. you know <laughs> now he can assist me in my aims like because i worked him to the point where he's he's useful to me and so that's why i noticed that parallel like oh wow this is this could get fucked up if this keeps going or if daryl doesn't snap out of it and just say just finally puts his foot down and says which he tried to do <laughs> god bless him like he really tried to do that in this episode and i really kind of commended him for it like he's trying to be this what he really believes is like this is the way to go yeah. I honor Rick this way. It looks seems to be working. Negan's even admitting it to Brandon in the last episode. Yeah. That ain't no lie. You mm -hmm. know, like this ain't no joke. I mean, I do like when he finally steps out and says, look, Carol, you got to stop. <laughs> you got to get some backup here. Come on, man. Like yeah. finally, after her, watching her take take those pills and and like try to keep watch. <sighs> okay. The knife, the knife breaking again, his pig sticker breaking, oh, breaking yeah. again. I try. I keep trying to think of what what that what that means. By the way, that that happens to him twice, and I, the best I can think of is, oh, it's a running gag. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> everybody hates Negan, <laughs> right? Or all knives yeah. hate Negan. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's any extra meaning to it other than other than exactly what it is, which is an an added challenge, especially yeah. for this episode because he was surrounded by walkers. What the hell happened, dude? I I think I I need a little bit of clarification here because there weren't no dumpsters for him to roll under. So what happened there? Yeah, he was I mean, surrounded. <laughs> you know, whatever did happen there, he seemed to walk out of it. I don't know if he walked out of unsky. He looks kind of gaunt, actually. <laughs> like like he's, as as badass as he looks, he's kind of sallow. He's like his his face is kind of white and pale like have you know did you notice that no oh I'll just watch it again uh -uh. it's kind of it's a little like after like you're you're kind of like oh yes <laughs> you, you do have humongous balls <laughs> oh my oh my this is probably the only episode that i was like hmm, negan <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. ever right right and you're like almost like should I, I i don't i don't think i should be feeling this way <laughs> i feel i feel a little bit bad <laughs> yeah. i don't have a fan but i have a hand <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> that's why i but, keep this around but then just yeah in case but then after i look at his face i'm like oh he's he looks like he's done for the day like can i can i get an extra can i sleep in boss you know like he looks yeah i think it's the contrast of the blood around his neck and face and then like oh that could be yeah <laughs> contrasted with his face color <laughs> he looks kind of fucked be. up right there <laughs> He probably is a little bit fucked up. That was a lot. There were a lot of walkers. That was a lot of walkers for one person yeah. to take down. Yeah, my big yeah. balls. Um, with 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 basically no weapon, he had to find a log. 
<laughs> yeah, it didn't look like a log by the end of it. But it looked like a big ass femur. <laughs> oh, I was gonna, I was gonna say it kind of had Lucille shape. Oh, oh God! It was yeah, I guess so. Like it's like slightly in a bat form, you know, narrow, little wider towards the end, but still branchy looking. Right. A gigantor yeah. <laughs> Lucille or something. Right. That that log was thirsty. It looked it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my uh, gosh! It was gross. Picked a good log too. Yeah. I called it log, log seal. Log seal. <laughs> yes. It's log seal. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give myself a heart yes. attack one day. That's <laughs> awesome. I love it. I love it. Coined. Oh. And I, f- I feel like it needs to be point out, pointed out that the, uh, so the whisperer that was hunting, uh, that shot the arrow into the pig is the mm-hmm. one that shared the, the meat, the, the pork with Negan. And mm-hmm. he shouldn't have. And it was right. the one that Beta subsequently uh, slashed the throat of when he left. Yes. Him, when he made the joke, is says, good, I guess no, I guess you're not, you aren't leaving here alive. You know, so. Right. Did you make a joke? Oh, my gosh. Kind of towards the beginning, even when Negan and Beta are walking, walking wherever, and he's still blindfolded. He, mm-hmm. he, he makes a comment, and Negan says, I've been locked up for eight years by your enemy. Right. So he Two plus makes eight. a definitive time reference there. Two plus eight. Yeah. We're, we're hitting 10. We're hitting 10. So we're so, on that line. So from the middle of season nine to now, it's been two years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm thinking more along the lines of All at War was just a little over two years. Like, sorry, not All at War. Everything up until All at War was about two plus years, just give or take, right? Add six. We could go all night on timelines. <laughs> right. Add six and then another year, year and change baby plus season change for what happened. So like we're on the, we're almost at the 10 year mark. Just put it that way. That's mm-hmm. a, so I love how they're fixing it along the way. They're kind of, Oh, okay. This is how far we are. <laughs> like Almost by that's, fiat. Like we're 10 years in. Right. That's what they'll have us believe anyway. But if that's true, then Judith would be much younger. Oh God. <laughs> she she's my she judith is my is my time marker oh you you sappy mother you she's how i well she's how i keep track of of the timeline yeah well i mean i'm going by i'll just go by because at at a certain point you're like okay it's gonna be whatever they want it to be it is it really is because exactly which is is why we could go all night on timelines (laughs) i I, you know what that's the thing like i i so I don't see this often anymore, but I used to see it more often like around the lost days and then henceforth, like people trying to catch shows in, in plot holes, quote unquote. It's like, it's not really mm-hmm. a plot hole. If you want to get caught up in the details, by all right. means, let, let, why don't you let ruin your own experience? That's fine. Are you, it's are you all kidding about me? the story to me, man. Even, even with all these little things that don't quite add up, I am still so incredibly impressed with, with how well it still does line up. Like, right. Yeah, there's things I could that we could sit here and poke holes in, but for the most part, it I mean, everything tracks. And then on top of that, fear tracks. Yeah, surprisingly so it, well. It, right. So it even with these little things that I don't quite agree with, it is still incredibly yeah. impressive. Like choices, how, right? Like yeah, I mean oh, we can criticize yeah. choices, but like at the same time, like oh yeah, the, it's like the timeline tracks what they're trying yep. to do, to do seems like it's tracking, but I kind of like the world that they're they're building. That's the thing is okay. Maybe everything doesn't jive perfectly, but mm-hmm. they're trying to build a world. And it's sometimes if you get lost in the details, you, you, it's almost like you're ruining your own experience. It's like, okay, yeah. this is going to be a bad analogy, but I might as well. Okay. Like, <laughs> let's say, you know, you're having sex, right? <laughs> 
Jeez. If you're okay, gonna, this is going to be good. If you're going to concern yourself with the temperature in the room and how that the light is hitting you a certain uh -huh. way and how, ooh, I've got an itch on my elbow. No, put that shit out of your mind. Just do the sex thing. Yeah. <laughs> the sword thing. Yeah, you're thinking thinking too much about details that don't really matter to the to the main storyline. Right. I mean, focus yeah. on just, okay, focus on distracting yourself enough to get through the thing. I mean, not to get through the mm -hmm. thing, but I'm just saying, like, just to get you, keep you in the moment. That's right. the thing. You know, it's right. not going to be perfect. It's going to be messy. Overall, with, with Beta and Negan. But I think both Negan and Beta kind of tip their hand as to what they're after. Like, Negan in Droplets goes, I'm not here for you. I'm here for Alpha. Yeah. And, and no matter what you think you're going to do right now, he's kind of like goading him and saying, mm -hmm. no matter what test you're going to put me through, it's ultimately not up to you. You can right. put, I can fail your tests and I'll still appeal to Alpha and I'll still win. Like th and yeah. that's that's the old like she will override you because he saw that shit early on when he kneeled. He's like literally telling Beta what you did was what you did. You just fucked up right now. Yeah. Now I know who has the pants in the family. Yep. And yep. no matter what you put me through, she's not going to listen to you. She will listen to me. It almost would have been wiser for Alpha to let Negan believe Beta was the leader. Right. I think Negan would have sniffed it out anyway. Well, as thing. a as a leader, yes, he would have instantly recognized another another leader. He would he would have figured it out pretty quickly that he wasn't. But right, but it's, I mean, it would have been smart to try and do that <laughs> instead. Right, right. I agree. That's, that's, <laughs> but then again, that would minimize her in front of her peers too. You know what I mean? Like their thing is about I'm dominant and I know it. And everybody knows it. Dogs know True. it. You know what I mean? So it wouldn't True. jive on the narrative level. But no. on that note of people around her, everything that Negan does is on full display to everybody around them. And don't you think that there aren't other saviors along for the ride, the Whisperer ride? Oh, 100%. There are saviors in with the Whispers. Absolutely. There are people under those masks that know exactly who that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you think Probably that, a good, good number of them. A good chunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, do you think that Alpha and Beta know that? No. Ooh, they don't know what they're after. No, mm. they have no idea. Well, because they don't, they don't care where people come from. Yeah. They wouldn't have asked. They wouldn't have asked who were you with before we found you. They're so deep into their own fart smell that they can't. <laughs> see, you know the whole thing about their religion. Yeah. yeah. That they can't. They, nobody. Are we brainwashed them to death. They're <laughs> not going to think of anything else. All Our right. way is the right way. Like, oh wait, you so, want out? Okay. This just popped into my head, what? and it's kind of sick. How many of the saviors do you think are wearing other saviors' faces? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I wow, and that and the answer to that question is first of all is definitely yes. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's definitely a possibility, and it's definitely happened. Um, but that will say more about how what they've had to become too. Mm -hmm to survive could you imagine somebody walking around with like simon's face <laughs> oh that'd be great that'd be awesome Wouldn't can it? we get a, what, what if we missed it what if there was a simon mask and we <gasps> missed it we completely missed it and they could still do that right i mean just because he was a walker strapped what? to the fence they still could have taken his yeah, face yeah of course like yeah. yeah so the fence came down or i don't know who uh -huh. knows oh. he wasn't there when negan went back you know what though he was gone 
do you remember this? Do you remember the beginning of Fear of the Walking Dead season four, where the communities are kind of planting plants and stuff like that, and at the mm-hmm. sanctuary, they probably took care of Simon. Oh, true. Yeah, that's right? true. That's, that's true. Yeah. Aren't you a little sad? <laughs> There's yeah, no Walker you're right. Simon in the world. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't have just like released him either. They definitely would have put him down. Oh man, <laughs> Simon, go free. You deserve it. Right. <laughs> You've earned it. Go live your go live your Walker life. Live, live your truth. <laughs> Live, live your best life. <laughs> live your zombie truth. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Sir. He's like, Arr. bye. Remember, remember Walker Simon? He was like, Arr, Arr. <laughs> he was so good. <laughs> he was like, he was like almost full on. Oh, remember Lost Boys? The the how the vampires were acting in Lost Boys, like. Yeah. Vaguely, they would like oh, stick their tongues out. And stuff. Yes, yes. <laughs> like somewhere, oh like God. like some sort of eighties punk so version weird. of a vampire. <laughs> that's what Simon reminded me of in that moment. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Well, and it's always tough when we see the human, and then they turn into a walker, and they have to like uh, oh, do like, the you know do the walker stuff. <laughs> like Merle as well. Like Merle as, yes. a, as, a, as a walker was very distinct, right? <sighs> Oh, you just kicked me right in the gut with that one. Sorry. Because I instantly, <laughs> oh, the whole scene just played where he looks up and then and then Daryl does his what's in the box face. Oh, yeah, man. exactly. And then and Merle going. <laughs> Getting up all slow. With the, with the stringy <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that, was, that was hard. That was a but hard yeah, scene to watch. Too. We wanted to see. <laughs> yep. yep. But we didn't want to see that. But yeah. But yeah. we paid good money to see the other thing. <laughs> we wanted to show because we're again we're terrible people <laughs> we drag <gasps> these people through the dirt sorry i please. just had another random thought in my head oh please you know the, the best the wi- well the whisperer that shared food with negan mm-hmm. maybe he was a savior that's that's what i'm saying yeah. that's what i was leading towards <laughs> yeah he shared with him because he knew who he was yeah we also know like, i just some figured things. some of them were decent humans <laughs> yeah well we also know some things that we can't t- talk about like about particular actors that have that have made this backstory for themselves that's and, true. and it involves that sort of like it's that's not like we true. know plot details, no. But we just knew that one. That's interesting. We can't say anything about that. But now we kind of sort of can. Can we? I mean, <laughs> Should not, we? No. That's that's we Probably did it. Not. It's already done. It is done. <laughs> as a, as a theory, not a confirmation. Yeah, as a theory, right? Yeah, it's a theory. Yeah, <laughs> theories are great. You've not confirmed anything. No, no. It, we don't, I don't, th- we don't, I don't really think know what's going on. I don't think it was a confirmation anyway. I think it's kind of like what I was asking um, at least like Dufour. a personal backstory. Yeah, I was asking okay. at least Dufour at our New York Comic Con panel. Like, mm-hmm. I know that some people will get a a little index card of like what the what they think their life was before, like what you know, a little brief so to give them to give them motivation in the present while mm-hmm. they're acting. Yep. And so I asked her, "What? Who was who was Frankie beforehand? You know, what, what has she been through during the time jumps? You know, all that stuff. Like, so what do you imagine she is? You know, like, so that's how I treated that information that we received mm-hmm. during Walker Stalker. Gotcha. Okay. You were there. You were there, right? I was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Going to the point, it kind of deals with okay. Well, what if there were saviors is among the whispers? So mm-hmm. that's and that's really the the extent of it. Really, like there has to be ha- there has to have been uh, maybe even like half of the whispers are former saviors. Right. I would even go if, that far. If we find out 
that some of them were saviors. Maybe we'll get a little hint as to what happened to the fall of, of the sanctuary. Which is about time, because I didn't forget about yeah. it. We got nothing from the saviors, like other than Jed nothing. and the marauders. Knowing that, or knowing the possibility of that, that really does kind of affect how the story could go. If you think about allegiances and loyalty and bonds sure. and, and, and strained relationships and stuff like that. Because for all we know, this whisperer that, that Carol and Daryl have captured mm -hmm. could be a savior, right? Could be. And that, to me, is really, it kind of brings it all back around again. Like, okay, how far are these guys brainwashed? Knowing the savior ethos and how far it would take to break them and out of this Negan cycle only to go to this whisperer cycle. And it's like... Oh, they just brainwashed me two times. Like, ooh. I think it'd be pretty easy to make that leap, don't you? Yeah, I mean, but... if they if this person was once codependent on <laughs> oh my God. this person, they're like, hey, we I, I realize they, they left you, but don't worry. Come on, we got, we got, we got yeah. somebody better. It's like going... I think it'd be really easy to, to switch their allegiance. It's like all those stories about, like, oh, Jehovah's Witnesses leaving leaving that to go to like MLM marketing scheme, multi-level marketing schemes, like pyramid mm. schemes. It's like, what the? <laughs> oh, you leave one cult and go to the other. Yeah. By golly. <laughs> no, but like, you know, like, but it, it, like how, how much does somebody have to go through to kind of like finally take their life back? Oh boy. Like, and so mm. like, and so you see that a little bit on display in the, in the teaser. It's like, oh God, this guy even talks like a believer. It's rough, man. He says something in the teaser that I, that I just wanted to throw shit at my TV. Yeah. You ignore the truth when it's staring you in the face. No, he says Alpha loves us. I no, she doesn't. I would Alpha never betray Alpha. <laughs> she, I, what does he say? She I love her as all. she loves us. No, no, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. You, you don't feel anything. That's that's the premise. You don't feel anything. So how could she love you? Well, Shut she's <laughs> she's the Alpha. She's the Mama Bear. She's the like. This is how they they see her. She's the provider. She's a protector. She's it doesn't mean she loves them. I think that's how she convinces them. You're like, oh, love is action. Love is. How can is... you feel nothing but then also love people? Hmm, that's a good point. It kind of reinforces the fact that it would be like a savior, like a savior that wouldn't quite get what it took to be like a named person in the whispers or something. Like that. Yeah, because they could are. Because we mentioned this last week, <laughs> like how stupid or like how how like idiotic and brutal they are right and or also how psychotic they are or, or oh, like, the savior, like, yeah. socio like sociopaths they are y yeah we were talking yeah. about how the savior sort of attracted a certain certain type of flavor yeah yeah <laughs> can i get the savior on rye thank you <laughs> <laughs> which was kind of ironic because negan himself wasn't really one of those guys right. like he he they could be useful but he wasn't in that same mindset they were yeah he he always figured out a way to justify his actions oh yeah like in some ways he was a, a sociopath in some ways because if you have to try to convince yourself to to do bad things you are a sociopath <laughs> Because you're you're trying to create these firewalls to get yourself to do bad things to justify your actions of saving people, quote unquote. But like, how far did you have to go to do that? Would a sociopath need justification, though? Yeah. Uh, no, psychopaths don't need any justification. Well, They're they pure. don't understand right or wrong. Right. They can pretend, but they can pretend. Yeah, they have no firewall. A, socio a sociopath could could mimic as well, but well, sociopaths convince themselves that they that they adopt an, an ethos, but they they get it all jumbled. Psychopaths have no stops. They'll no. pretend that they do to fit in. Right. That's what makes them scary. <laughs> <laughs>
a psychopath goes, okay, what would a normal person do in this situation? Ah, okay, I'll, ah let's I'll do, do that. that. I'll do that. <laughs> so I can get what Should I want. I, I think I might be a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just, you have self-interest. What, what would a normal person do? Oh, you have stops. <laughs> stop it. You have stops on the train. I just think it deserved mentioning that I'm in love with Dante and there's a part of me, <laughs> I'm in love with him. Like, not, I just love the levity his character brings to the show. It is so refreshing. It's like, please, more bravado please please i love it <laughs> like flirting with his patient overtly but like it's you've funny heard the you've heard the 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 whispers yeah and here's the <laughs> here's what i have to say about that because the theory is a common theory going around in internet land is that dante is actually a spy for the whisperers he has <laughs> infiltrated us and is working for alpha now it has legs but it the... it does <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> right. But here's here's my thing. I love how the show has a way of transmitting or transferring the overall paranoia and suspicion that the Alexandrians have onto us as viewers. <laughs> right. So that's that's what I love what they're playing with is like the fact that mm -hmm. it's entering into your mind means that it gives like Angela King enough of an exploit to hack your brain because mm -hmm. there's going to be points at which and it appears that this is the case that Daryl is punching the shit out of Dante in his office it looks like it yeah and, and it seems like that's all everybody needs case closed he's a whisperer spy but here's the thing they wouldn't lay their cards on the table like that knowing that we know he's there Dante yeah yeah I actually, I didn't think, I mean, yes, the theory has legs and, and, and I hate saying like, oh man, it totally could happen. And Carol, I bet hates it more than anything else. Right. Remember but her reaction? I, <laughs> like, right. Dante will be with Maggie. That is right? final. It's happening. <laughs> it is happening. <laughs> I'll have the right. No, I'm kidding. Sorry. <laughs> I was just unexpectedly just like, oh wow, that was unexpected. Hammer down. Um, okay. Well, some, well, somebody had shared that, shared the picture of of Daryl like up holding Dante. his hair up, right, and then punching well, him. Yeah, I mean, it was obviously like an action shot, right? right like he's right. A, like in mid punch. Um, and and that's what they had commented was like, oh, is Dante a spy for the Whisperers? And I and I thought my first thought was, no, he's the one supplying Carol with her caffeine pills, and Daryl oh. found out. <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. Oh, the dealer. And he's yep. frustrated with Carol and he's taking it out on somebody else rather on Dante. than on, on Carol. That's a mm -hmm. good thought. I love your theory. I love it. That makes so much <laughs> more sense to me. Um, I was even just thinking, just playing, hacking the audience's brains into making you think that he's a whisperer spy is like, oh, we got him. We got him. We got to play yeah. with this now. We got to play with our audience. Like, mm -hmm. oh my God, how do they know so many things? Blah, blah, blah. Maybe they really are everywhere. Maybe they're not. They're in the fucking... <laughs> the, right? The killer is in the house. <laughs> <laughs> so let's... I mean, we could pretend for a minute that he is a spy for the Whispers, okay? Right. As a doctor, in the role that he's in, how is he going to report anything back to her? Being so busy, too. Yeah. And yeah. watched. Like, in watching right. other people. Right. How's he, how's he supposed to observe anything when he's too busy curing everyone? Yeah, that's a good point. And where does he find the time to get out? At the middle of the night? Where does he sleep? Does yeah. he sleep? I don't know. If he if he's not there spying, maybe he's there to kill as many people as he can and maybe he's inducing this illness. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. Like, okay, let's assume that he is a spy. Maybe it's mm -hmm. maybe that he's not even a spy. Maybe he he's just there as a plant to kind of wear people down. 
Mm-hmm. But that's that's why I think it's another reason that the show is hacking the audience because it's trying to get get you to think what if. But we saw Gamma dump the guts into the river. We yes. know we saw that. Yeah. And so everybody's thinking, oh, that's they couldn't have gotten the nut sick. It was definitely the plant, like you know the 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 the, the, the sleeper agent. Sorry, the sleeper agent Dante. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. I was thinking an actual plant. Okay, no, gotcha. I know. I'm sorry. That's yeah, why yeah. you change the words up. <laughs> <laughs> it's the scene in the in the trailer that gets people to think, oh, Dante's a plant. But it's also mm-hmm. like the Zidig's PTSD. They can't believe that somebody would be this fucked up about a horrific event that happened to them. And I think that's great. I think I think that's great that people are in disbelief because when they actually see it happen in what they say is going to, or at least see a lot of it in the next episode. Next episode, yeah. They think they'll understand what Sadiq is. I hope that I hope he's going so. through. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm a little worried that what we see happened is going to be a little underwhelming. I am too. Uh, like it's not going to pack the punch for what necessary. he's going through. Yeah, for what he's going through. I mean, he's obviously going through something. I just want the events to to reflect that, and I want to I want to at the end of the episode be like, oh man, yeah, I okay, yeah. all of Sadiq makes sense now. Yeah, everything. But is if going it's through. not, yeah, what I don't want to feel is really, dude, that's it, and you're this is what you're like. That's <laughs> you, what I you don't, don't want to feel that way but you're not going to be able to deny it but and you know what you know what the additional pressure is Mm -hmm. it's it's a cuddlet cuddlet's directed episode too (gasps) really yeah yeah Uh, oh i was gonna be like is he up to the challenge (laughs) but he did a really good job with um remember that's that uh, the episode that he did last season um with rosita uh in the woods uh, running away from the whispers, and Eugene was oh, sh- yeah. hiding Eugene. That one, that yeah. opening scene, that that was him. That was really yeah. ratchet-inducing terror. He did yeah. a really good job, and he also did the episode with, um, you know, the, the episode with Luke and Kelly and Connie defending the hilltop the ti- a few episodes yeah. ago. Was it Silence oh, of Whispers? Oh, that one. Uh, yeah, right? I think it was. Yeah, I think that was Silence of Whispers. So that was him. He's directed a handful of episodes. That's pretty terrifying. And they've all been amazing. Yeah. Yeah, now he does. Now the the reins aren't completely in his hands. I get that. It's a lot of a lot of it's him and Nicotero kind of jousting okay. and you know seeing what works best. But it's it's mostly him. Hmm. So I can see this being um this could be a good terror episode. You know, I'm ready. <laughs> I, I don't think we're ready. I don't I, like ready or not. Right here, Sadiq comes. So I think since I've so I knocked out um light as a feather with Caitlin Aiken and I also knocked out tagged with Caitlin Aiken. I'm a little worried having watched all these other shows with her. I'm going to see I'm, we're going to see her again Sunday obviously cuz yeah. you can't have an episode about what happened and not have her there. And I'm a little afraid that seeing her again like it's going to hit me a little bit harder this time. <laughs> Like that she's not around. Yeah. And it's good. It's good because ha- after not seeing her for so long and seeing her, yeah. it's like when we saw Sasha again, like in these Sasha, sh- less Shane, but more yeah. Sasha, like Herschel. Oh my God. Waterworks, man. Like in, in last year. It was yeah. rough. Sasha didn't get, Sasha didn't get me at all. Sasha fact, got me. It's the line. Sasha didn't me. get me at all. I, I was so pissed to be honest, watching this. Cause you were like, Oh, that should be good. Cause it wasn't Steven Yen. Yeah. yeah. It should have been, it should have been Steven Yen. And that's all I kept thinking to be totally honest. I'm not even sure. I remember what she said. I was I, so I def- livid I in that moment. I defended that scene in uh, our episode last year. You should listen to that because I, I gave a good case for why Sasha, I gave a well, really the good only, case. 
the only acceptable reason is that Stephen Young wasn't available. <laughs> That's the only <laughs> answer I will accept. No, he refused. <laughs> He, he literally Did he? refused. Yeah. Why? I don't even know if he was asked though. That's, that's the only, I, I remember he was asked about this question and he said he didn't want to come back or something like that. I, I think that's what the answer was. But I also think it doesn't make sense. Glenn would be, have... a, Glenn would be a good gimmick. But the point Glenn... was, the point was it wasn't a, like, you could listen to the episode again, but like, Oh. It would be a great gimmick, but the whole thing was it's not it's not supposed to be a gimmick. The whole thing is these people represent key um key moments in time, but key but key reasons why they say what they say. You Are know? you uh Glenn, well, first of all, Glenn could represent a multitude of key moments in Rick's life and everything. Not to mention the the biggest impact. I mean, Rick probably besides Daryl, Rick probably feels the most responsible for Glenn's death. I mean, no. all of them really, no, but nor uh Daryl feels the most responsible for well that's what i dad. said besides that's why i said besides daryl <laughs> right rick probably feels the most responsible i mean but it's yeah, less, I, it's less about the regret though that the thing is like the reason why they chose sasha williams is she represents the ultimate giving herself up mm -hmm. to move the story forward to move everyone forward that's why Kinda. they chose her literally completely in that no, moment, i mean yeah i mean in her, that moment, her sacrifice her sacrifice didn't work though. No, but it was just enough. It was just enough to to create a wedge. That's yeah. what it was. And that and But it and, didn't it didn't do what she wanted it to. Yeah, but that was enough. That was what she was saying in in her spiel to Rick mm -hmm. is that, you know, it's it's the things that we do that even the little things that we do to move us forward, move the people that we love forward. Yeah. And it and like it, the whole thing that she said, it just you know, the things that we do, we do it because we love who, you know, we love our, our people, our family, our, yeah. and she's, and all three of these people are driving the, the idea of family home mm -hmm. and what it takes and who our family really is in this aftermath, right. in the aftermath of the apocalypse. So like seeing her sacrifice, this is just pure sacrifice, even if it wasn't perfect, even if it doesn't, didn't work as intended, mm -hmm. like it worked no matter what worked in however little way to move our, our family forward. So that was yeah. like using Glenn wouldn't have been like you you'd have to figure it out and it would seem more like a gimmick and I don't think that's what they were trying to do they're well, tapping I into have, the I don't know if I Rick. would have put him last I mean I probably if if See, he were available I would have switched the order up of first. all the people that he were seeing yes Glenn would yeah. have been first in right. his visions like don't be a dumbass <laughs> right <laughs> Wake yes up. it would have been a callback to season one but with you know him. what yeah Shane is just too irresistible so they had to make a decision at that point right Shane yeah. would have been way too irresistible because you have to tap yeah. into the rage you know that you got to be you got to become this thing to, to do what you need to, needs to be done and talk about being responsible for a death I mean there's no if ands or buts about that one <laughs> <laughs> but there was a reason for it. Oh, well, that's like cutting out your yeah, own heart. Yeah. It's like right. cutting out your own heart. Right. So Shane, I mean, Shane and Glenn, obviously Shane's going to have a bigger impact in, yeah. in a scene like that. Yeah. And, it, and it is a gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> it works. It works too well. Like out of all the people to see again, it would be great to see Glenn, but mm -hmm. seeing Shane again is a surprise. Yeah. And it is I think like, I was just, I was also holy. just being selfish. No, I mean, that's okay. I mean, you're not the first person, but you know, I mean, it's like one of those things, like definitely see the coverage from that, that, that try to listen to that episode. Cause like it, it I go into it pretty like, cause I, I have the words, I have the, all the words she says and mm -hmm. why that makes sense. And then I reread what Shane says, like about being what you have to be to get the job done. And then Sasha going, making the sacrifices that you make, even however impactful they are to move our family forward. 
and then it, no. it, it all accumulates, you know, all everything that everybody's ever done to move our civilization forward, our family forward. So that it was just beautiful. And so right, which is why they're standing on all the dead bodies. Yeah, but that's the whole <laughs> thing. It's like, this is what it takes. This is all of us dead. Yeah. And but it's it, super literal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, the, yeah. but it was all for the service of trying to push each other forward to trying to get us that much closer to where we need to be. Yeah, and it, and it makes sense. Those that was what he needed to hear. Yeah, to keep going. You yeah. know, it matters what you're doing. It matters, however mm -hmm. little you think it is. It matters. So going back to Sleeper Dante. <laughs> <laughs> But there's a couple of things to mention, like um, the fact that there's no real medicine. <laughs> this yeah. is like, like literal like home homeopathy or something. It's like oregano yeah, no oil, kidding. peppermint and yarrow. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm like not gi saying ginger root and mint yeah. for the nausea and and olive oil and yarrow for pain. <laughs> but the yarrow is the only thing that's maybe even close to a remedy. <laughs> like all that other stuff is nonsense to me. Like ginger is good for a stomach ache. Right, right. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> well, and I think mint I think mint is good for nausea. Yeah. But still, how much mint do you have laying around? Two for two for nausea. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't solve the problem. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're fucked. That's that's why I wanted to bring that up because like they're as doctory as they are, they're fucked. They're just completely they're it's like they're helpless. They're like in the ultimately helpless position of like saying, Oh, we know what's going on, but you're gonna die. Like yeah. I I know what it is, Sadiq. Yeah. Well and that precious old lady too, like, you know, she's looking at the she's looking at the silver lining. You know, yeah, I know I'm dying, but you know, at least I'm in a comfy bed. That's yeah. not a luxury a lot of people have at yeah. this point in the world. Which was the Aaron move. Do you remember Aaron from last year in the same position? Probably is this episode six? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, so it's two episodes before the end, maybe before the time uh, jump. When he Aaron, loses his arm. When he loses his arm, he's having that conversation mm -hmm. with Rick. He's like, "No, you don't understand. I may have lost my arm, but right. look how far I've gotten." Right. You know. Right. They remind. And they're yep. all. Both of these people are in bed. Both of these people mm -hmm. are in a precarious position. <laughs> I just like the parallels. I don't know why. Like these parallels that I can see between both seasons is so great. It's so really cool to see. Like. Yeah. <laughs> it's, but, I'm glad also, you can point them out too, because I do, I definitely don't I don't see I don't think about past episodes while I'm watching one. I just oh, don't. I can't help it. It's like when you when you've gone through the notes and having to do the podcast on them as well. It's yeah. like I can't help but just draw these little. Th it doesn't always work, but sometimes I see, I didn't see it till just now. <laughs> I saw I remember the Aaron thing. I just don't remember mm. the I didn't remember the exact moment anyway. So. Sometimes things pop up when we're talking about it. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember back when da da da. But like while I'm watching the episode, I I don't yeah. know why. I no, just, it doesn't always. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just taking it all in. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, me too. It doesn't like a lot of the times. It's it is when I'm talking that sometimes other things pop up. I'm like, Pops oh, in. oh yeah. shit, who's that, Carolyn? Alpha. <laughs> oh, they they might be looking like they're doing the same thing. Like oh, whatever. Uh -huh. okay, shut up, dummy. <laughs> That's why we have these discussions, though. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because things come out, man. And by yep. the way, speaking of that, like, and now I'm thinking, I have this in my notes, but like, it kind of does go to this thing, like where Dante, like, for all his bravado, he says to uh, Cheryl, yeah, Cheryl, the patient on the uh, like flirting yeah, oh, with yeah. her and shit. Yeah, yeah. Bodies manifesting emotions, like so. But I was thinking so about something like, okay, what if Zeke isn't as sick as we think he is too? Like, what if he's mm -hmm. like really fucked up and his body is producing a side effect? Like, even though he has his family history. Hmm. 
right? Like, it was just um, too specific to, to like be like, wait, hold on a second. He could be saying something that applies somewhere else, you know? Uh, the body's no. emotions are manifesting physical oh. attributes, right? Do you yeah. remember that conversation with Cheryl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of like... Um like um uh like a false pregnancy yeah. when women think they're pregnant and like their bellies even get bigger and it's all a manifestation in their head it's yeah, not even it, real it's the body producing a physical effect to a mental uh -huh. problem right maybe maybe that's his body's way of handling losing henry losing carol yeah being awkward yeah <laughs> <laughs> awkward but <laughs> right Aww. he's certainly going through something something really dark and dire yeah. enough for him to kind of want to end his life and it's like and so is carol i mean her responding to her dreams and wanting to stay up and her body producing hallucinations and and now mm -hmm. boils in the next i'm kidding <laughs> boils oh. in the next episode i know i'm, I'm curious kidding. to find that might not even be right anything what it looks like but i'm just kidding <laughs> well well and okay are you the though? first thing I no well, the first thing I thought was oh my god what's all you know what's all over her but if those are growths it would have would it would take some serious time to develop those they're right. not gonna sh they're not gonna show up overnight right exactly exactly so that so that tells me it has to be something gross gross <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> yeah yes exactly that she caused to splatter on her <laughs> right right. Uh, someone's guts are all over her face <laughs> yeah uh, yeah probably the prisoners but we'll see <laughs> oh i hope she doesn't kill him that would be that would probably be bad yeah that'd be a little out of control yeah, yeah. with knives to the fingers like in the sneak peeks Ooh. Ooh. we don't even know we don't know what's gonna happen <laughs> and i'm not sure it's gonna be anything good um, I just like the line that Cheryl gives him in response to this. It's like, son, I would break you like a twig. Right. Um, it's like, oh, I love you, Cheryl. Oh, you yeah. just give him the sass right back. And you know she would, too. <laughs> yep. Cheryl's got some sass. Mm -hmm. She can take it. She gets it. She knows what's up. <laughs> how many How many older ladies have you heard say that to a younger man on a show, movie, whatever? Like, oh, a show? Yeah. In real life, yeah. never. No, not in real life. No. <laughs> always on like on the screen. Yeah. But never, yeah, there's always, oh, 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 honey, you couldn't handle this type, right. you know, some, exactly. something along those okay, lines. Okay, maybe I've heard that once, <laughs> once or twice, right? Yeah. Like Blanche Devereaux. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. Like, it, like she would say something worse. <laughs> Yeah. She was a dirty She'd be like, lady. You can't handle it, honey, but you can try. <laughs> <laughs> but I might let you. <laughs> I'll let you try. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that. So, and I wish Carol was here for this one specifically. Okay. Yeah. Dante responds to her, <laughs> to this line that she says. He says, I thought we were having a moment there, Cheryl. <laughs> right. This brought me back to something Negan said to Carl when Carl uh -oh. disappears on him at the wall, like Alexandria's wall. Mm -hmm. Like like Negan was going on and on, and, and he turns around and Carl's gone. He goes, I thought oh, we yeah. were having a moment, you little asshole. Yeah, I don't know. My brain just went straight to that. And that they're in Alexandria right now. That actually like made my paranoia wheel spin. Uh-oh. Because like, oh gosh, maybe this guy is, is a plant. Maybe that's kind of like a writer's tell, like that he's... He's like a whisperer. Like, oh, fuck me up a little bit. Because it's, right? it's the same exact line. It's like, I right. thought we were having well, a moment yeah. there, Cheryl. Yeah. You see one villain say it. The next time you hear it, you... It's another yeah. villain. Ooh. Associate. Yeah. Assume they're a villain. I'm just hoping it's a one-off, but like, it's something I can't ignore. And this again, see, just... after yeah. having covered that episode, it's in my brain. So now I can bring it up and I can recall it like a, like a pensive <laughs> like, <it's> a string <laughs> of thoughts. 
seems Sorry. like something Dante would say, though. You know, exactly. Seems like a like a like a Danteism. It's harmless <laughs> enough, right? Yeah, right? that's what they all say until I know, right? Until they're silenced. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, no, he's not a spy or he's not a whisper. But I can't, but I really can't convince myself. Like, there's no evidence telling me he is. Like, like I said, how is he reporting back? What is he actually doing? What's the point of him being a plant there? Right. Exactly. I, what is the the what is the end result here? Exactly. I don't see it. Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't see where this jives. I, there's right. no time for him to report the things. It's not like he has a cell phone in his pocket. Exactly. You know, it takes a little bit of work. <laughs> Not sending up smoke signals, you know. Exactly. There's or no maybe, way. There's no quick know. communication. Yeah. Unless I, there's a whisper running back and forth. I, I don't. I which would be too risky. Someone would see that happening. Yeah, he would need. I help. just can't believe it. But he would need help or something at least. Yeah. That's the thing. Like I'm not smart enough to because you know what you you don't know what the show could probably figure out a way to do it. That's not sure. the point. Like what would be the motivation? Like what? Why this character specifically? Because we wouldn't suspect him, but we do now. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's why this is a mind hack. That's why All I right. love if they exploit this. Great. It's going to make for great television when they're wrong. <laughs> right. And Carol will be like vindicated. <laughs> like, right. He's not a spy. He's Maggie's husband. And that's that. <laughs> he's Maggie something. I don't Maggie's know. side piece. He's Maggie something. Something, something. <laughs> and I mean, to be honest, it would kind of be funny to watch that, that dynamic between Dante and Maggie because I already see comic book Dante in, in this character. He's cocky, pompous, hilarious, mm. full of himself. He's, yeah, he's exactly Dante from the books. It's everything I imagined in a man. Absolutely. And and he plays it so well. He, yeah. he really does. He's this cool, cocky like, asshole. And I like love him it. saying to Sadiq, I'm kind of amazing. And I'm, I'm kind of that, I'm hooked. <laughs> yes. I'm hooked. Line yes. sync. And that they laughed at the end. Yeah. That, that ooh, just dug his little hook in me. I'm your little fishy. Could do whatever you right. want with me. <laughs> if you're a spy working for somebody else, generally you don't draw a lot of attention to yourself. You right. want to just sort of blend in and sort of hide in the background of things. Dante is a very loud, boisterous character. I just don't see him. If he is a spy, he's a terrible one. Ah, shit. <laughs> you know what you just described? What? Not what Negan's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. And, and we know he's a spy. Shit. But maybe that's the way to do it. Yeah. But although which he dis- wasn't sent in there. He's, actually, he's there on his own volition. Right. But that actually supports your theory because if they're both doing yeah. the same thing and you no use kidding. a different tactic with the whispers that you would with the with Alexandra, then he's definitely not a spy. Because yes. if you have to talk a lot with the whispers and you talk a lot at Alexandria and make noise, because mm-hmm. noise distracts the whispers. It's like, oh, of course you're making too much noise. If you're trying to be a whisperer, they're going to suspect you <laughs> if you try to keep your mouth shut. But Alexandria, if you run your mouth, oh, you're just another Alexandrian. <laughs> True. <laughs> Fuck True. Uh, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Low profile means you are suspicious. That's the thing. Lydia keeps her head down and she's suspected. You know, well, the they thing. know damn well she came from the Whisperers, though. Right. But, like, you if know, she, she could do snuck anything. In, yeah. If she had right. snuck in undetected and they didn't know she was associated, yeah. they would have accepted her. She probably would have been louder. <laughs> Man, that's a rough situation, Maybe. too. Man, there you're so caught up with that stuff that you don't see Dante as a spy. No, I'm kidding. But, like, that's the thing. No. Dante does not keep a low profile, like you said. Right. You know, and which is required. You know, not what the whisper is. The whispers require somebody that's distracting, noisy. Like this guy's too crazy to be uh, a spy. Like mm-hmm. he's too bold. 
Like, he doesn't act like a normal person acts that's in this situation no. with these scary people. You know, that's what's so great about the situation. It's so outlandish and out of this world that it works. It really preps us for the stark contrast that will be TWD3 in the movies. Mm. Like how the technology difference is mm -hmm. so different. They even described what the S-Pole was yesterday, right? In, in TWD3. Oh, should I tell you what the S-Pole is? Yeah, the I don't know what that means. The S-Pole is a technological device that instantly takes out walkers in TWD3. Oh, it's okay. A, so seriously, so, okay. So it disrupts their nervous patterns, and they just doop, 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 they just fall. Okay, that's cool. That's super awesome. But I'm now I'm I'm going back to timelines. They're trying. Some <laughs> <laughs> we're almost at the stage where we we've hit the spot where we're TWD three and TWD meet. Okay, I'm gonna have to call bullshit. No, you can't because. Well, how do you have a device? How do you have a device that automatically takes out walkers? It's the difference like, between this close to where we're at in the storyline. Because it's been ten years on TWD, but ten years have gone by in this community where they've had a chance to rebuild it with with the technological advances. And one could that say, were already th that were already there. Yeah, and one could even say that maybe these communities were prepared for this event. Maybe. See, and so if you're prepared for this event, you see. Prepared... I should have been excited by that, but now I'm just irritated. <laughs> you should be because there's a there is going to be a part of you that starts to realize, while these guys were suffering and toiling and losing people and etc., th these people in here have been have had it made. I also don't like the idea of a spinoff being so close to the timeline that we're already in. What's the point? What What is the point of watching two shows happening at the same time? No, because the time thing, I think it's safer to do it that way because you it's just showing you a different perspective. Do you know what I mean? I it, see, rather than a different time. I want to see. Because see, see, we're already we already saw fear. Fear took us back to the beginning. Right. I want to see what's uh, what's down the road 10 years 15 years right but that can get messy. we already know what's happening right now i don't want to watch another show about what's happening now yeah but you know what the danger is in, in showing a show that's far ahead is that you start to think oh does this person survive in the present does this person that person do like little easter eggs that they have to mess with in the past so i can well see... we already know that there's a statue erected to rick grimes right well, that or was, was that a or was that a joke? So a that's the comic book, and b that was me making a joke. <laughs> like, oh, they could do this little Easter egg. Like, oh, who's oh, this character? I thought, okay, I thought, that, but that was I thought we're... there was legitimately a statue of Rick Grimes someplace no, and, on this. Okay. And again, that was me. That was me thinking that this was going to be like I don't know, seven years in the future from TWD. What? Right. They already yes. said. The team has already said this ha This happens 10 years after the beginning of the apocalypse, which is basically where we're at. Right. So wah, that's wah. that's what's happening. No, but that's okay because, I again, it's like a different point of view with people that have had – see, these aren't Alexandrians. These people weren't immune from the apocalypse, but they were educated in the apocalypse. They immersed themselves in the apocalypse. So what it takes to take – these guys are so into it. It's like – they know all the different ways you can take out a walker, probably. In every single point on the walker body. Like they, they know, oh, if you hit this part here in the neck, oh, the whole thing shuts down. <laughs> and like they can't mm. even move their mouth, but they're still in there somewhere. I don't know. But my whole point I, being is that they've well. studied the science of this apocalypse and, and are trying to beat it. And what's really cool with that is how <laughs> and because of the way all zombie apocalypse movies go. 
It's like, even still, the apocalypse finds a way to defeat that, you know? So oh, right. No matter I'm how prepared in. you are. Yeah, I'm in for that. Like, I'm in for a different take. I am going into this with caution. I'm I'm not going to have expect. I don't have expectations for this show. Well, you already did, you already announced your caution. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I I'm going into this just I don't know blank. Well, I'm gonna put some I'm gonna put some uh, the embedded tweet that I got from and it's actually one of my I retweeted it. Um, Sarah Beth Pollock actually visited the set of TWD3 and she mm-hmm. said all the impressions that people have had from the trailer that this is gonna be some sort of Nick at Night version of t- The Walking Dead. Rest assured, because the way that because it's teenagers and the way they filmed oh. it, people like are thinking, oh, this is gonna attract a younger audience, and it may. Yeah, but anybody who has the impression that this is going to be any lesser of a TWD TWD show is going to be surprised when they find out how much more dark it is than The Walking Dead. No, so I'm I'm very curious to see what she's talking about, and if it's mm-hmm. darker than The Walking Dead, like if they're they're going to go places that The Walking Dead could not go, probably killing kids, probably <laughs> like killing more kids. Walking Dead went there. I was going to say, what's, yeah, they, they what's took really... a big swing with scars. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) like I mean, when that and that's not even the first time. No, it isn't. There was a lot of kids, (laughs) right? Pretty sure we've there's been a kid killed off every season so far. Yeah, or like every other season. I want to say, yeah, does that make sense? Four, Uh, six. Well, I mean, if we're not counting, if we're not counting season one, nobody really dies then. Uh, Amy. Oh, she a kid? She a kid? I'm talking about like yeah, like like, a kid, kid, right? No, but I mean, single digits. Sophia. Oh, well, we didn't get to see her die. We saw her as a walker, I guess. And then we had to watch them kill Walker Sophia. That was boss. It was a boss scene, <laughs> right? right? To see her head go right? back. <laughs> I know it. I know. And, and Rick's Rick's pose too, at that moment, like oh. it's it like cold. It was like weird. It was almost cold. Anyway, mm-hmm. the only thing we got left is sneak peeks, but it's like Sadine see, sees a vision of Debbie and Alpha, Debbie slash Alpha. Yeah. In, in the in the window of the infirmary, and so there's a lot of things going on here too. So I mean, you see in the extended sneak peek on Talking Dead, his visions get so rough that he's he jumps into the lake. And somebody actually said this on Aim for the Head podcast. They said uh, this this might be enough for him to his brain to kind of figure out where that, that maybe that people are getting sick from the water. And so oh, after he jumps in, yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. His like yeah. brain is working out something. I thought this before, but they said they put it in a way okay. that actually sounded better. Like his PTSD is him, his brain working out the problem. Lydia leaves her cell to t- so the the prisoner takes over. Oh yeah. Okay. Lydia's shook. <laughs> Carol confirms that he is the one that watches watches the guardians. Yeah. You know, so he's mm-hmm. like walking around with them. Uh, yeah. Gabe is back from his patrol, saying and just yelling at Carol, "You put us all at risk." And Carol's like. We have to find the horde, and Carol's in favor of torturing the guy. <laughs> and Gabe is trying to like pull the line and be be like, Carol, <laughs> that's not your call. None of this is. And like, I'm gonna have to call the council, including Michonne. And Carol's just like, okay, apparently this wall is now blocked. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, Lydia, you can stay with me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then very next day, like. Um, the very next scene, it's like you see that the, the sneak peeks continue on. Carol takes a horse and kidnaps Lydia, and then and there's a there's an overdub of her saying, "You need to choose what side you're on." Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck, bitch? You torture, you're kidnapping a kid, and say, 
<laughs> like you have to decide which play. well okay fine i'm on your side <laughs> like do i have a choice <laughs> um Aaron and Gamma meet at the border. Gamma has some parchment in her hands, so like maybe a map of some kind. I don't know. Mm. But doesn't that give you season eight vibes when Daryl was given the planted map? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I think about that when for a him minute. And Dwight, Dwight was, yep, helping Betrayed. out. Sadiq will purposely relive the barn scene for us to see, at least partially. And you mm-hmm. really see his PTSD management ratchet up after sleepwalking with Coco. Yeah. Uh, by jumping in a pond. There's another scene where Gamma looks really worried that maybe that maybe she's being suspected by Alpha. There's like this like sh- like face of terror mm. in her face. So, and there's like this one. You know how they have the, the brief sneak peek, and you, you see that at the end there's like all these flashes of different scenes. <laughs> yes. So I caught a few. Okay, Gamma <laughs> leaves Aaron at the border. Sadiq is in the barn. Rosita's sick in bed. That's foreboding. Mm-hmm. Sadiq in a bedroom with a huge bed. That was an interesting mm-hmm. scene. I don't know why that's there. Uh, Gamma mm-hmm. in the middle of the forest, unmasked. So usually you never see her with a mask off. Yeah, alone. Ooh. You see her from behind Ooh. with the red hair. I think oh, it's, okay. It's also an interesting DP choice, like a director of photography choice. Like what is mm-hmm. going on in her mind right now? And she's never. She does. She never has the mask off usually, unless Alpha makes her. So right. Interesting. Well, they're not supposed to be human, right? Right. Except Maybe for she's Gamma. having a. She's having a, a human moment. I'm having a moment. Who knows? I'm having a moment. It's That's getting how really we do intense. That. This is getting really intense, and I'm pissed off. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> if you like what you heard, please give us a like. Leave a comment if you think we've left something on the table. And undoubtedly, I think there may have been a couple things that we might have just glossed over. That's fine. We got to the meat of the thing, I think. Mm-hmm. And if not, you tell us, or you leave a thumbs down. Ooh, yeah, I didn't like that at all. Ooh. <laughs> But if you liked us even more, or if you just want to help us out on this level, leave a rating in iTunes Music, leave another rating in uh, Stitcher, you know, whatever you prefer. It really helps build our profile up. If you want to help us even more than that, click the link in our in our website, squawkingdead.com, to support the podcast. Just buy us a coffee. You don't have to do the subscription thing if you don't want to. It really helps. Doing that will get you access to our recording sessions, where you can be with us in the chat, basically instant chat so you know there's no lag you're there when we're recording while we're making mistakes <laughs> so you get to fix <laughs> us when we do that and you get a copy of the unedited footage for you to enjoy later on which is great and all these new features like i'm even thinking off the top of my dome like the next giveaway what could be really cool as a coffee perk is they get a week's early access to any giveaways that we decide to do Ooh. like that are like at least a month long mm-hmm or like some sort of advanced access to the polls, you know? Yeah. They get, they get the link earlier than others. Yeah. So I, I think that's a cool incentive too. So these are things that I'm thinking of along the way. But either way, join us on the journey. Send us a coffee. K- KO-FI.com slash Squawking Dead. Support the podcast. Just buy us a coffee. I'm looking forward to the next one, but kind of not looking forward to it because it looks like torture porn and it's going to be a rough watch. But in the meantime, stay good. Don't te- Don't text and drive. <laughs> and love each other and uh, we'll see you in the next one take care everybody bye bye (laughs) bye